Hello and welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your intrepid game master, Tom, and this is episode four, Kellen's Party Barge. Thanks for dropping by and joining us on our crazy adventures. If you'd like to support the show, drop by our Patreon account to access after-show commentary, character creation, character sheets, and other exclusive audio. Check out patreon.com slash ingloriousbards. Also, drop by Twitter or Facebook, leave us a message, tell us what you think of the show. Finally, thanks also go out to our sponsor, the Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop Software. In the last adventure, our heroes de-escalated the tense situation between the Strigan and Gris on board the worldship Ornua. They also came face to face with a dangerous spider-like creature that called itself Chadra, which tried to take over Kolch's mind. After slaying the creature, our heroes traveled to the Alliance Science Corps to investigate a Dr. Mares, a scientist connected to this Chadra creature in some mysterious way. What is Dr. Mares hiding, and what crazy mission will the heroes take on next? The adventure begins. Dr. Mares of the Alliance Science Corps shifts uncomfortably in his seat. He is a Nevi, just like August on your team, a rodent mouse-like race that is about three feet tall, uh, very smart, very clever. This doctor has been very aloof, very dismissive of you until pressed about the issue of this strange creature, Chadra, that had log entries with the doctor's name uh, aboard the world ship Ornua years ago. Dr. Mares says, several years ago, I was working in an exploration on a jungle world called Borasia, and me and my small team were exploring some ruins. It was tough going, it was challenging, um, not one for a lot of on-site work. I'm much more of a researcher. And it was, uh, it was an uncomfortable several weeks. The ruins were proving uh, an interesting archeological find. I've written several papers uh, on them since. And during the exploration, I had an, en an encounter an encounter with a being called Chadra. Out of, out of nowhere, while I was working on some script and hieroglyphic work and copying it down on my datapad, this gray shape came out of the darkness of one of the ruined temples. It was spider-like with four legs and terrible serrated claws, and I thought I was done for, especially when it slew my two young researchers who were along with me. I thought I was done for, and I ran, and I ran, left everything behind. I could still hear uh, my associates screaming behind as I ran, and dove into the jungle. I didn't know where I was going. I was just getting back down uh, off the hill uh, and away from whatever that was, and... I don't know how long I ran. It it seemed like forever and a very short time at this at, at once. And then I stopped to catch my breath, and the next thing I know, uh, this gray, large, spidery thing dripped down from the jungle above me. 
and stood over me and I just was frozen, frozen in fear. I couldn't even move, I couldn't run. And then, then something happened that it's very hard to describe. Well, des- describe it. It's very hard to describe. There was a change in me. I didn't feel like myself. And this thing was talking to me, giving itself a name, Chadra, and telling me it over and over again. It was, it was horrible. And it didn't eat me, obviously. And I felt compelled to listen to its words. And what did you do? I obeyed it. It's because you have a poor constitution modifier. <laughs> he checks his sheet <laughs> and nods solemnly. <laughs> well, what was his command? It said... Uh, it said there was a new awakening that was coming. And it was bound to find it. And it needed to get off this world. This world where it found me. I, uh, against everything I know, I obeyed it. It slew my associates and I still obeyed it. I found my way back to the main camp. Uh, I found a way to get it hidden on board in a stasis chamber and I obeyed it and got it off that world. And I, I don't know why. You hid it on the ship? On the transport off that planet, yes. It was quite quite an ordeal. I thought I was going to be found at every turn and and I wasn't I wasn't concerned about me or my credentials or anyone's safety. I was concerned about disappointing this. The creature does have obvious mind control abilities. It is not your fault per se that you listen to it. That is not why we are here. He breathes a bit of a sigh of relief, sits back a little bit in his chair. That being said... (laughs) 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 How did it end up on ACS 5? I didn't know where to go and what to do. I found myself in a panic, and my excuse was I needed to return back to the haven where we're at, and that my research was done, even though it wasn't. So now I found myself on a transport with botanical samples in one, some minor fauna in another, and then this chadra in another chamber, heading back to this most civilized world in the entire galaxy. And that seemed like a terrible, terrible thing. And I could still not help but think about this creature, even though it was frozen solid. I had dreams of this thing whispering to me its name, Chadra, Chadra, that this uh, next awakening would change everything, and I, I, I had to get it to a new world. And I knew I couldn't. There was a f- failed project going on here with the uh, ASC, the Alliance Science Corps, and they had this world shift that was not working out the way they had. They were going to scrap the whole project. Uh, it was, wasn't finished constructing. I hid the container aboard the ship and hoped it would melt it down into slag soon. And that's the last I ever heard of it until moments ago when you showed up at the door. 
I knew what I was doing was wrong and I've tried not to think about it, but I also couldn't, I couldn't tell anyone. The creature obviously had some control over you still, even in stasis, but uh, the creature has been killed. It doesn't feel like it. Well, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, bummer. (laughs) You break out more of those Chandra lobster legs and dip them in warm butter. (laughs) Taste your your benevolence. What what can you tell us about this new awakening and this planet Boeasia? I I have no idea what this awakening is. Uh, Boeasia... Uh, I've not heard of that in any of the, um, literature th- that I've done with the research. I was researching, uh, Horgelian ruins there. What are the Horgelians? Uh, they are a race that are m- a mystic in nature. They are in touch with the Esper ways of magic. They faded away a long time ago. Their, their culture is only in our books and data cubes. And I was uh, gathering information about their their temples and their um, their agriculture systems, and some ruins had been found uh, about a decade ago, and I wanted to give them another pass through. And, and you cut your research with them short because of this Shadra creature. I was still able to get several important papers written. Uh, While you were researching there, did you come across? Any signs of something like this in their fables, or was there anything in the hieroglyphics that mentioned some sort of dark source? I did not get anything about uh, any fables related to this. I did get a concept, uh, and and this, this was something I tried to look into but at the same time, I, I didn't want to know more. But uh, in the past, there have been several great events that affected the Horgelians. And what they are and what they meant is lost to the ages. But there are two known major dispersals of that race across space. Go mm-hmm. on. You mentioned two dispersals, diasporas of, of the Horgelians. What what were they? I don't know. They were a, a single planet race and you can trace some of their history and then there is some sort of event, some sort of uh, great celebration and now they're spanning multiple worlds. Then there is some sort of event and now they are in tatters and there's very little information and uh, a lot less progress. Is it, is, it, um, is it known if there are any of these peoples that uh, remain in existence? No, they've passed long ago. What type of people were they? Were they humanoid? Yes, they. we expect them to be quadruped in nature with... Uh, a very uh, complex system of verbal and slightly telepathic communication, slightly smaller than um, you, pointing to Kolsch, the large cat race. What is your cat race name one more time? I keep forgetting. Um, the Volna. Volna, thank you. 
slightly smaller than the Volna. A very, uh, again, very mystical, uh, religious in beliefs, very communal and working together. Dr. Mayus. That's Mars. No, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to call them Cylon, but they're not Cylon. The spheres. Cyrilon? Cyrilon. Did you happen to encounter any Cyrilon spheres on this planet? No. Okay. I don't know what that is. And you shall remain not knowing. Mares. I, uh, for a bit was under the same spell you were by Chadra. You were? I was. What? What great lengths did you go through like I did? Well, he was telling you he had to get away from the jungle planet. He told me that he wanted to go back to it. Mm. Why would he do that? I don't know. Mm. He said that this was a ruin that had been found before you saw it. Yes, I was invited uh, maybe a decade back and I never had the time and several years ago it an opportunity came up and I took it. Well, it sounds like then perhaps there's other research that has been done about this location. Could you point us in the right direction to get access to this? We want to make sure that nothing like this happens again. Well, you're looking at one of the foremost eminent researchers of the Horgelians himself. Uh, he looks around the room. I can... Uh, research more if there's something specific you're looking for and get back to you. It would be helpful to understand a bit more about their culture, what they did with their espers, and since you said you don't really know much about these uh, large events that happened or any of these uh, scary fables that you may have avoided, it would be great to know what others know as well that we could have a bit more information to go on. If there's a big event that Chadra had mentioned, then we want to be ahead of it. Okay. And uh, if you would be so kind to forward um, the research papers uh, you have on the Horgelian people, this is my email address. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> you can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> On, a, on an intergalactic space. level, it's got to be dot com, dot PLN, dot GLX. Dot profit. <clears throat> we um, appreciate your time, Dr. Mears. We know you are a very uh, busy man. Um, hopefully we can meet under better circumstances again in the future if we shall need. And um, know that, you know, we understand the what you suffered through to some degree because of our companion Kush. I, I am I'm sad that you've come here and opened up some old wounds, but I'm grateful that from what you say that this may finally come to an end. Uh, but uh, the things that you have said about a um, about a new awakening, I think uh, probably concerns us um, or it concerns me at least and for and I uh, as a prophet who attempt to look into it some. Absolutely. We don't want something that could possibly be disastrous to happen. Dr. Maris, if you would, uh, please stay in touch. And if you find yourself still feeling compelled uh, by this Chadra creature... Uh, then I know just who to talk to. And he looks at Kolsch. 
Do you have any other monsters in Noe and Stasis that we should be aware of? <laughs> Straight to the point. Funny that you mentioned that. <laughs> I've been to 17 other planets. <laughs> I'm very weak-willed. Leave me alone. <laughs> and I've got three here that need delivery. <laughs> they really want to go to this one place. Can you help? He's just a tourist <laughs> a director for controlling aliens. Like Grubhub for monsters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys leave? I guess so. You leave. All right. You leave the science compound. Uh, the Kurt receptionist uh, opens the door. You head out, walk past the turrets that are out there, get into your vehicle, and head off back to the Citadel, I'm assuming. Yeah. You arrive at the Citadel, the home of the prophets. It's marbled, reflective floors, giant stones, uh, structure, very Spartan, very, again, very, very large with very few people in it. Could house a lot more prophets than it has now. You were walking by uh, down the hall, heading towards your quarters when a new prophet who's in training is there. Uh, his name is Micah. That was gonna God. be <laughs> no, you're safe. You're safe. <laughs> New prophet train and training there, Micah uh sees Ebo you. goes to prison for killing a prophet. <laughs> <laughs> Just a prophet in training. I'm sure I'm sure it'd be a slap on the wrist. <laughs> he sees you, Catherine, and says, uh, Oh hey, you guys are back from your last mission. As you see. What gave you that idea? <laughs> Dies a little inside. Oh. Being a prophet makes you hard. Off his shoulder. I knew I wasn't ready for this. First lesson: stop asking stupid questions. <laughs> Second question: you die. Um, yeah, not too long ago, uh, Captain Valencia was asking for you. Uh, he didn't seem particularly happy and wanted to know where you were. Well, we'll go right to him. Thank you for the message. Yeah. And he watches you go a little bit in awe because it'll be a while before he gets to go on his first bumbling mission. Uh, no one else does. What would you guys like to do? I guess we go see Valencia. Captain. Straight to Valencia. All right. Oh, yeah, because we want to get yelled at. You look in the briefing room, he is not there. You approach his office and knock on the door and you hear his uh, heavy voice say, come in. We go in? <laughs> Sheepishly, Catherine opens trap. the door. <laughs> it's a big, heavy, thick door made of wood. Inside, instead of the stone that a lot of the Citadel structure is made of, this one has a lot of uh, wood paneling type stuff. Similar to something like maybe in a Bruce Wayne study kind of thing with wood paneling oh, and wow. thick trim. See where uh, all the money to the profits goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really worn down wood, but that's it's old, but highly polished and stuff. And uh, he's got a lot of uh, awards and commendations on the wall, sits behind a big uh, desk. He posts a little envious of all the... Awards and commendations and trophies, etc. Try to take one. <laughs> Jeez. There are two not so comfortable looking chairs on the opposite side of the desk, and he is looking down at the data pad and not looking at you guys. Captain Valencia, we heard you were looking for us. Yes. I've just gotten some information about your last assignment. You are very welcome. 
He looks up, not pleased at all. <laughs> the Alliance Minister of Education has received word from his striking associates uh, that they seem to be in no better position now than before you arrived. Care to respond to this? It seems the Strigans had invited some another race onto their ship to help them with engineering, and when they became uncomfortable with these other peoples, asked for us to eliminate them. To be fair to the Strigans, these peoples do breed very quickly, and they were running out of resources, but it seemed that there was no way for them to come to a good accord without resorting to us being part of the violent demise of these peoples. We worked with them to diplomatically share the resources they had, and we've spoken to the Gris, these other people, about finding them a location that would be better fit and suited to their populace and their needs. Um, and in the meantime, told the Strigans that we would work to help them find an engineer that could help them with their problems so they could continue moving forward with a better ship. Um, we gave them three months, and we hope to help bring this accord to fruition. It was not left on good terms. There is not a lot of happiness between these groups, but it was better than the elimination of both parties. Make a persuasion roll, please. Natural 20. What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this matters well, so. <laughs> would you like to take my seat? <laughs> Captain Catherine. <laughs> as long as you are prophets, I will always have your back. And I defended you before the Minister Joyan and let him know that you did an exemplary job and will continue to look into the situation. And I certainly believe you over any third party word from any bureaucrat. I do have to ask, though, Minister Joyan also says that he has received word from the Strigan that you were uh, critical in the relocation of their one engineer, a chief engineer, Thomas, Jeffrey Thomas. Yes, unfortunately, Jeffrey stood away with us. It seemed he was unhappy with his life with the Strigans and hoped for a greater purpose. Uh, it was unfortunate that he spent two to three days in the ducts of our ship without presenting himself. It was startling and upsetting and certainly illegal. We would have been happy to return him, but he would have not been a good engineer for them. He had not been for a while, and he would have found a different way to leave. When here... He will rat in jail. <laughs> he was brought to the attention of the police and has been arrested for stowing away on our ship. Um, but I do believe that it was a hopefully short-term punishment, and we gave him some recommendations of farms that he could go join, as he's a good farmer, so that he could find a new life here. Well, Agent Leary, I respect your judgment. Should we send back this Thomas to the ship? I can have that arranged. I do not believe it will be to the benefit of either party. He hmm. is unhappy. He will make them unhappy. He should stay and pursue a life that will make him a more fruitful member of society. As not a prophet. 
definitely not as a prophet. <laughs> and these charges, should we proceed to the fullest extent of the law? Of course. I don't think that is necessary. There seems to be agreement. Disagreement. <laughs> he, he was irresponsible and he is um, perhaps overly enthusiastic in both. Catherine, make a persuasion roll. Epo, make a persuasion roll. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, the guard walks up to Jeffrey. We have news for you. <laughs> 17. Damn it. What'd you get? 13. Oh. <laughs> Wait, persuasion? Yep. Yeah, add, add your modifier. Oh, yeah. 13. <laughs> <laughs> One. Add. <laughs> he says, all right, I will take a look at the charges and see if we help out this situation. I'm sure if you could give him a position with the prophets where he would be of use. It would be a lovely thing. Epo. But do not feel that it is required. Jabs you in the ribs. <laughs> I am the prophet gardener. <laughs> love it. You love it. Oh, oh our topiaries are stumps now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel better about that situation. I appreciate your information. Now that brings us to this matter. And he flicks something on his data pad, and on a big screen next to him shows live footage of a lake birthday party. <laughs> oh, someone is having a birthday. How nice. It appears there is one Timothy McDonald currently recovering from trauma related to watching multiple people be killed, and as well as the desecration of birthday pastries. What? <laughs> to be fair, little Timmy was already a little touched. Before we got there. He's currently receiving treatment now for this trauma. He's expected to recover from the trauma, although the long-term outlook of his leukemia is not so good. Oh, there's video of like a guy getting blasted in the the, 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 the anti-grav inflatable like cast. So, so Augie's like up and underneath the thing and there I am! There I am! Oh, cool! <laughs> the Children's Cancer Society will never be a sponsor of the Inglorious Bars. <laughs> and in particular, this is most disturbing and it shows a picture of what appears to be a floating body in the lake that's moving just slightly, and then a vehicle slowly going over it, and then Epo leaning over and shooting two feet above it repeatedly, destroying this person. Yes. <laughs> I eliminated the threat. He was there. <laughs> and now nothing. Agent Vathis, this was a situation that should have been handled much more differently. Vathis. <laughs> <laughs> JL. <laughs> uh, it it was an unfortunate. Situation. You're not helping your case at all. <laughs> it was an unfortunate situation. These raiders had one of our people, and of course, Augie is one of our most important and dearest friends, and we could not let them get away with him. They're the sniffling threat, in the corner as he tries to hide his tear. The threat had to be eliminated, and unfortunately, we could not leave them around these children to potentially... The threat did not have to be eliminated. You have to eliminate many threats in your work. I understand. I've done this for years. In this public situation, apprehension and detention was clearly the right course. This is not what I expect from you. As a matter of fact... 
He steps up, walks by, shoulders Epo as he walks by, opens the door and walks down the hall and says back down the hall with me. <laughs> I was like, oh, that one better than <laughs> You were almost saying we wrapped up. <laughs> a little abruptly, but let's As a matter of fact, uh, never mind. August, August spends a little extra time to download the footage to his. All right. His <laughs> <laughs> little USB stick. And, and erase the profits copy. <laughs> Just, I, no, I want to post this to MySpace. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we follow. Charged. Yeah, I'm last because right. I'm downloading okay. this thing. I, as we um, <laughs> start walking forward, I look at Epo and I'm like, I believe in you. You can persuade him that you were in the right. And I give him a little inspiration. Yes. <laughs> give me some It's very important. <laughs> I've got your back. You follow the captain. You are screwed. <laughs> Takes inspiration away. <laughs> now all my D20s I roll with a D4. <laughs> you walk through a couple corridors until you spill out into the Prophet hangar. He looks around and sees your ship, Kellen's Oasis, and walks right over to that. Let's see how you follow orders then. As I'm glad this I'm last. gift of a loan was handed off to your team and he walks over to it and starts inspecting the exterior of the ship very closely. You have to respect the rank that you have and the order that you belong to and the privileges that you are given. And he is looking close and he runs a finger along a section and looks at it, but it's squeaky clean. Epo <laughs> walks up right next to him and with the cuff of his sleeve, like wipes off his thumb that he just left. <laughs> nice. uh, make a persuasion roll as he glares at you just now for doing that. He does not seem to like you. Five. <laughs> he continues to look and finds something wrong. Hmm, leans over the landing gear. This right rear landing strut connecting rod is loose. Some sort of poor maintenance or challenging landing by the looks of it. You need to take better care of this. Uh, what do you call you, Augie? <laughs> Stilton. Stilton, Agent Stilton. Of, of course, of course. And he gets right to it, right right there. You, Epomene Vathis. Yes, Captain. Consider yourself on probation for the next three months, and we will see if you will continue to belong with the prophets. Do you understand? Clearly. You all lack awareness in the politics that are also involved in this job. This job involves protecting the Alliance people. This job involves dangerous work, deadly work, work that many other people cannot do. But when it comes to public affairs, particularly on the planet of Haven, you have to be mindful of the image. We are not a popular group. We must look respectful and responsible. And we will rectify this. Your penance will be to give a presentation to the Institute. I think that's fitting. He holds up a little communicator, waits for a moment. 
and says, yes. Yes, well, I'd like to take you up on that offer after all. I have some people I'd like to send over immediately. <laughs> all right. He says, come with me and walks to the end of the hangar and requisitions a car. Captain, what are we to give a presentation upon? And he gets into the back seat of the car. Approximately how many slides is this deck? One to two hundred? Epo gets in the driver's seat. <laughs> oh my god. Epo's in the driver's seat. There's room for eight in this car. Devin will take his front passenger seat, I guess. It's like Shotgun. a <laughs> It's like a low pseudo lightly armored transport. Everyone else, everyone else climbers? Yeah, yeah I'll uh, sit right next to the captain. All right. You guys are loaded for gear, don't know where you're headed. <laughs> and you drive off. You drive uh, through the city. The city of Circos on this planet is a, is a beautiful one. You all love it. It's got beautiful blue glass skyscrapers, really tall. The city is massive. It's got lots of well-maintained parks. Within that are occasional dangerous elements, but it's really hard to be a criminal here because you have a large police force, the Navy's home is here, you have the profits that are here, and then you've got tons of cameras and blah, 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 blah. So uh, there's not a lot of direct crime you guys have to deal with here. As you drive through, you approach a compound you've never been to before. It's about maybe an hour drive. And as you, go ahead. Is Ebo following a GPS navigation map yes. or is the captain shouting directions from the back? Turn left <laughs> in 3.2 miles. <laughs> no, you're following a GPS. Okay. Cool little 3D map thing on the front of your oh, okay. windshield. As you approach this building, gates automatically open up and you go in and it says Institute for the Gifted. Uh oh. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> And it looks like your mystic perks right up. And you drive in. It's got uh, lots of grass. It looks very peaceful. It's got a couple of uh, low single story, big wide buildings, but very low buildings. Has very relaxed atmosphere. You guys, uh, he says, pull around to that side. And uh, you head towards a side building and there are some doors, uh, side doors, not going in through the main entrance. And he gets out, gets on his communicator, and says, yes, we're here. Who are you talking to? He ignores you entirely. He walks up to the door, bangs on the door several times, and the door opens, and there is a woman, and she's in just normal civilian clothes, like an office-style outfit. She says, oh, welcome, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Uh, we can uh, have you speak... Uh, this afternoon, uh, around three, if that works for you. What time is it? It's uh, 10 a.m. 10 a.m.? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh. Captain says, no, let's have him do that right now. Oh, she says, oh, very well. When you're done here, continue with your work, and I expect the best of all of you, he says, with his gaze lingering on Epo. Epo uh, feels like we're about to enter the stage on the Maurice Pavuinich Pavu Pavu show. Huh? I don't want to say Maury Povich. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, You're not staying for our presentation, Captain? He gives you the same response of walking away and taking the car. Oh. <laughs> what was, did, he is uh, super passive aggressive. <laughs> and uh, what is your name, Mom? 
Uh, it's a human lady. Uh, I'm Lizzie. Lizzie, it is nice to meet you. I am Devin Page. This is Ipomini. This is Oggy. This is Kosh. This is Catherine. Uh, come um, in. She puts on you. a headset. We have not been appraised of what we will be giving a presentation upon. It would be very helpful for us to know this. Uh, you're going to give a presentation on the profits, what you do, and how you do what you do. Mm. I specialize in these sorts of presentations. Excellent. She puts a headset on you. Catherine, <laughs> we'll do most of the talking, I think. She hands you a headset as well, Catherine. She gives one to you, sure. which just fits on top of your hood of your robe. I, I, I do sneak it in underneath. All right. And like, you know. Augie's yours is falling off. It doesn't quite fit. It keeps falling off repeatedly. Yeah, I don't Yeah, I, I just tune it into my collar All rig right. that I have. And then she, she seems a, a little afraid of you, Kolsch, but hands you a headset as well. Look positive, uh, be energetic, um, and everyone will Who, certainly who's just. Our, who's our it. audience? It's the, the the best minds of the city. Were you not briefed on this? No. It'd be wonderful to know, you know, what they're trying to get out of this conversation. How can we put the profits in the best light? What are what information do they need to make this presentation the most useful for them? I myself don't know much I about you profits. Back at my job right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I myself don't know much about the profits, and I doubt they do as well. You are an organization that is an old one, but not one that's well known. As as far as we know, you provide security for the the council and some of the ministers, but I know there's much more than that to you. So tell them. I'm what you can. We're not going to pry in any specific details that you can't reveal. I mean, Augie, uh, Kolsch asks, do you have a video screen that we could use? Oh, God. Catherine <laughs> <laughs> starts doing like a, like, you know, cut it, cut it. Right. <laughs> like oh, yeah. I, I will have a screen provided <laughs> for you. <It'll... laughs> and then you hear some applause and uh, there's some, you're now moved into a dark backstage area. <laughs> of some sort of uh, auditorium type section. And some guy comes out uh, wearing his suit and he's like, oh, I think that went very well. And then you hear an overhead uh, speaker announcer outside say, and next up is a change to your program. We will have several members of the Alliance Prophets come to tell you about their work and their efforts in protecting you and the Alliance. Give a hand to the prophets, and you hear some clapping and cheering as Lizzie says, all right, you're on, go, 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 and she pushes you out. Augie is out first, stumbling out <laughs> into the bright lights of the stage. <laughs> as you have to deal with the penance of your actions and provide this simple presentation, as you all spill out of the stage, the clapping and the, woo, particularly when they see weapons like high-powered rifle on Colts, like, whoa, they're clapping. <laughs> Really draws your attention that these are all school children. Yep. yep. Perfect. All elementary school children. <laughs> Woo! Yay, Robert! Your, your weapon will have extra effect. And they're yeah. so happy and they're cheering. And uh, Lizzie uh, follows out behind you and she says, Yeah, the prophets are here, everyone. Um, these are the protectors of the alliance. They do uh, lots of good things, I hear. 
and um, I know some of you. Okay, let's go ahead and start with questions. Oh, jeez. And she points, and uh, she says, you have a question? And this little microphone-type thing hovers over towards a child. And you see a child out in the darkened section. And again, all of you are just staring at bright lights. Very uncomfortable. I'm sure Catherine might be fine with this. I don't know. Is she good in public speaking that way? I think she's fine with this. I think she's a little nervous around kids because she hasn't as much time around oh. them. I am practicing the underfoot ability, so I'm under Kolsch presently. <laughs> <laughs> You're under Kolsch? Kolsch is loving it. He's like leaning a little. <laughs> What about the mystic? Uh, Devin's fine. He's not 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 particularly uncomfortable. Um, okay. He's you know kind of a little bit of an instructor type anyway. So you know he's he's maybe looking forward to teaching somebody something. And Epo, what's his response? Epo is doing a few little kanja from from the ritualistic battles that he used to participate in, as he's reminded crazy. reminded of by the throngs of the cheering and the lights and about to pick up a child. <laughs> you hear from. The crowd, are your guns real? Uh, yeah, Kolsch. So Kolsch, uh, like, pulls out. Oh, I don't like, think that would be a good idea. With his pistol, like, pulls it out, like, quick draw, and then, like, twirls it around and, All like, right. puts it back in. You bet they are. Uh, I have another question for the kitty. What's, what's, uh, <laughs> what's your name, little guy? Uh, my name, my name's Johnny. Hi, Johnny. Uh, hi. Uh, uh, what's it like when you shoot someone with your laser rifle? Uh, it, it makes me sad, but it's um, necessary sometimes. Sometimes, Johnny, there's bad people out there, and we're here to protect you from the bad people. Kolsch does not like shooting his gun, but, you know, we need to make sure that you are safe <laughs> here in the Citadel. Not at the, wherever we are. <laughs> Sarkos. Uh, some girl who doesn't quite have the mic yet as it flies over says, what's the big, oh, wait, the mic comes closer. What's, what's the biggest bad guy you've ever taken down? He was like nine feet tall. He was twice as big as Colshear, I guess. He had the four legs. He His was, name was Chadra. He was a big spider. Five children stand up in unison and <laughs> Chadra. Chadra. <laughs> And take out weapons of their own. <laughs> we obey. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little bit of charge and just say, all right, who here has heard of the prophets? Uh, while she's speaking about that, Augie is uh, is uh, taking remote access of the display, and yeah. he's putting up a visual aid of all our right. little adventures and mm -hmm. quickly drawn Adobe. <laughs> it <was> real fast. <laughs> and do we see people raise their hands? Uh, there's uh, no hands at all. Oh, wow. Okay, kids, this is your lucky day. You are meeting some real-life heroes, and I point to the rest of my team, and I say, we're here to help the president keep the rest of the whole universe safe. It's a really exciting job, and we go up against bad guys all the time, but most importantly, we go and make sure that people are friends with each other. And I just give a bit of a speech Display about it. Display shows people holding hands. Absolutely. And, <laughs> and then hugging. Aliens and people together. Yeah, yeah Tentacles inside palms. There's like one of those like, you know, all the different kinds of peoples around a world holding hands. A little girl says, uh, is it true that girls fly spaceships better than boys? 
Absolutely, absolutely true. not. <laughs> Persuasion roll. Actually, Epo is genderless, so he has no comment on it. You know, girls and boys all have different talents, just depending on the person. Doesn't matter about gender, but you know, girls are pretty cool too. And I'm gonna like sit down with them and just like be really chummy. The same girl then says, "Uh, uh I have a question for you," and points at Epo. Are you a girl or a boy? Yes. Neither. When I was uh, younger, I underwent question already. <laughs> I underwent voluntary I gender modification. Gender I can't believe and Tom walked into this. Had my gender yeah. reassigned to neutral. That seems obvious. <laughs> it's part of the process when you're becoming a ritualistic combatant. Uh, <laughs> Augie starts putting up Jeez. procedure pictures from <laughs> <laughs> he starts Googling it. Google operation. Oh, no. <laughs> it's considered Not sharp and a high honor to undergo such procedures and to become such a person among my race. Another boy speaks up. How come some of you look cool and some of you are wearing a bathrobe? <laughs> Am I wearing a bathrobe? No. Nope. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. <laughs> Your mystic is wearing a brown hooded robe. Says Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps calling I, it his god to get away with it. I gotta get my honest rewards, man. He, do, he does dress a little weird, but he has mighty powers. I've seen him explode people's heads. Whoa! <laughs> a bunch of people say. Oh, Augie puts up a <laughs> <laughs> Can he do something like that now? No, no, no people need their head exploded in here. Um, actually. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> His eyes uh, go blue. Front row was told it was the splash zone. <laughs> Devin, Everybody put your tarps up. Devin pulls his hands out of his, um, uh, you know, the arms of his uh, robe and kind of like flicks his wrist and um, basically it, he, he casts monofilament whip. Uh, so How much? 1d8 damage? <laughs> At 30, okay. 1d10, uh, up to 120 feet. Thank you very much. 1d10 um, children. 1d10 children. So yeah. he takes the whip and he kind of like spins it around and like cracks it over the the, the, the crowd and kind of like does the, does a little like 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 bull whip show for, for the kids. Cool. Um, we need to sort of make a little roll. Oh my god, if it's a natural one, we are in so much trouble. <laughs> make a performance roll, please. All right. Sounds like we're going to be in a lot of trouble all the time. Twelve. Twelve. <gasps> they think it's pretty cool, but they get bored really quickly with it. But right off the bat, they think it's pretty cool. Whoever looks the most bored is going <laughs> to... Take a little nip. Ten points of damage. Little nip in the neck. Uh, another one says, uh, has another question for you guys. He looks at. Uh, I like that Tom wrote down kids' questions. He interviewed his. He interviewed his son. Yeah. How many did Tommy? <laughs> right. He asked a question to the whole group. Uh, this child uh, says, "My daddy says humans are weak and can't be police and only lie all the time." Uh, why are humans like that? And you realize it's this weird gelatinous child Your who's saying Your daddy this. is a horrible racist. <laughs> <gasps> Several people gasp. We don't use the R word here, but everybody has their own wonderful things about them. And thinking bad things about an entire group of people is not very nice. Do you think that's a nice thing to say about someone? Okay. 
<laughs> Lizzie comes out, uh, the coordinator. You guys are doing great. How uh, a good hand for the props, everyone. Everyone collapse. Um, let's let's do a little role playing, shall we? And she uh, profits don't role play. <laughs> don't role play. <laughs> she pushes a uh, and Epo towards the center of the stage as a prop door is brought out. Oh, boy. And she pushes Devin, <laughs> August, and Catherine backstage. <laughs> There's a <Catherine> chair. <laughs> very nervous. <laughs> There's a chair brought out. And one of the students comes on to stage and he's got his little lines prepared and he sits down in the chair and he's pretending to play a little video game. And then one of the school administrators come on dressed like a burglar type thing and he's got a bag in his hand that says drugs on it. And he holds it up and the music goes, dun, 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 I've got drugs for you and do you want some drugs? And the light is shining on this fake prop front door to the fake room where uh, Kolsch and Epo are standing. Yeah, you want these drugs, don't you, kid? Uh, Kolsch is going to go kick the door in. The door <laughs> comes smash open and goes flying across some splinters, hit some of the first kids in the Ooh. front row. Uh, Kolsch is going to grab the bag of drugs okay. and like put it in his pack. Epo. These aren't for kids. <laughs> Just say no. <laughs> and then I'm going to pick up the teacher. Wow! Like not bad, just like do some like wrestling moves, like do some spins and like, you know. My sciatica, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and just like for show. Okay. And then like kind of like set them down and then like do a little, a preen a little like. Make a, make a performance roll. Shit. <laughs> these, are, these are for me for later, but they're not for kids. <laughs> Uh, five. Five. <laughs> you do everything you say, but it's just much more aggressive to non-cat-like people. Yeah. Uh, so when you, you're you ripping them, or you're actually cutting just slightly into them as you're holding them, when you bring them down, you bring them down hard and on his side. He doesn't move for a little bit. Lizzie comes out for a couple steps. She goes, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Ifo, what were you doing during this? So Kolsch plays with him like an actual cat would play with a mouse. Um, Ipo Waits for him to move. Bats at him. Ipo goes up to the child, manacles in hand, and says, we need to take you in for questioning. Were you part of this? This is, not, kid is stunned. this is not acceptable for a child. Come with me. And escorts him, begins to walk off the stage you with this be concerned, kid. The concern is with the other prophets. They don't know if you're serious or not. <laughs> oh, we and then serious. I, I go, always serious. Kolsch goes up to the kid. Do, do you want a kitty back ride? No. And like puts the kid on his shoulders and like, you know. Sure, make an intimidation roll, please. <laughs> yes, yes. A terrible performance. Take a kitty back ride. You want low. <laughs> Uh, an 18? Oh my god. The kid is just standing there manacled and shaking and is wedding himself. Oh, you manacled the kid? Yeah. Oh, you manacled the bad guy. Oh. You have to take every person into, into custody in these situations. This is why we need preparation before presentation. We need the full script before we go No one stage. is innocent in a drug deal. Whoops. All parties are... Our suspects. All parties are presumed guilty. <laughs> <laughs> the school administrator is crawling over to the child. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Augie. Augie just says, screw it, throws a live grenade. <laughs> <laughs> Call it even. <laughs> 
Augie, Sorry, you're no. in the backstage. Uh, the next thing they have coming, you can see, is this really sweet 3D hollow projector, and it's got some crystals loaded in. It has all sorts of cool little scenes. You don't know what they're going to do next, but it's a really cool piece of technology. Uh, I'll, I'll hop on it okay. <laughs> and and start looking at it. And cool. All right, so yeah, uh, Kolsch and Epo, you've got. Kids are crying. There, oh yeah, there's it's it's either silent or there's just uh, stilted like crying that's just trying to keep calm. Uh, there's administrators out in the darkness of the audience that are just in Groaning. shock as to what's going on. It's it's awkward silence. Well, this will teach Valencia something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start on the incident reports immediately. <laughs> uh, Lizzie comes it out. It's nice uh, being a prophet with you, people. <laughs> Lizzie comes out and she uh, gets the uh, burglar up onto his feet. Not the burglar, but the drug dealer up on his feet. Uh, he limps off, escorting the kid. Uh, in manacles off the stage. <laughs> Do I see them? Uh, you can see them. She's motioning for you to come onto the stage. Can I just like really quickly just be like, I'm really sorry, man, and give him a little field remedy? Uh, sure. <laughs> just like, oh, I'm really sorry to make him feel better. Augie comes charging across with a huge yeah. <laughs> you're, you're distracted. You're in the back. You're screwing around. Ma'am, those, 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 those manacles are, are mine. Ma'am, those are property of the prophets. Uh, Return them, please. She motions for Devin and Catherine to come out and for Kolsch and Ipo to stay as she's kicking debris from the door out of the way of the stage. What the hell happened out here? <laughs> We had some fun with the kids. It's called role playing. Well, wasn't that great? We got to see how the prophets would would respond in a real situation. Everyone, there's like a singular. <laughs> uh, the four of you are out there. Augie's screwing around. Uh, the four of you are out there. She says, "Well, let's wrap up our prophets here. Uh, we have uh, uh, a a thank you and a connection we want to make." Uh, from the prophets to one of our very own, and from the side, a special guest star is brought out, and on a squeaky mm. wheelchair, <laughs> is it she says, McDonald? here is our very own Timothy McDonald, everyone, and the, yay, Timmy, and everyone's clapping. Timmy got to see some of the prophets a couple weeks ago, didn't you, Timmy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> And everyone's so happy. And Where's my IV? <laughs> <laughs> Was that a better experience to me? <laughs> she says, now, Timmy, I know you haven't been to a lot of the classes lately, and we all miss you. Uh, but the prophets, I'm sure, uh, want to say something to you. And they put a microphone up to the four of you. Well, you already have mics, yeah. He both says, yes, very glad to see you're still alive. <laughs> We're going to need to bring you in for questioning. <laughs> get, get well soon, Timmy. If you ever want a tour of uh, the Citadel, come come find us. Oh, no. <laughs> Timmy, we're really glad you got to see some bad guys get taken care of. It's really important that we don't let them ruin future birthday parties the way those bad guys definitely did. <laughs> Are you threatening me? <laughs> no, Timmy. <laughs> Make a combo persuasion. I'm not using my threatening voice. <laughs> she says, well, Timmy, your fellow students, uh, the faculty, the teachers, everyone have 
uh, pooled together our money and we have gotten you a special gift so that you can enjoy your time away from class and experience uh, the world outside. Everyone, and they raise a curtain and the kids are going wild and it rises up on this very expensive, cool 3D hollow projector that's now in about a dozen pieces. <laughs> Augie has reshaped it. And what does it do now, Augie? Run. <laughs> we are so getting for you. Its, it's basic thing was that it was a, a, a very generic kind of a, a, a holographic projector. That just shows Nivy porn. I just... <laughs> In full 3D. <laughs> now with smell vision Augie's <laughs> just sitting there in transfers. <laughs> Everyone else is in horror. He's just, he's just assuming the curtain's behind him. <laughs> I got three minutes. <laughs> Don't ruin this for <laughs> And the car door slams shut of your taxi back, and it is a Quiet, silent ride. <laughs> back I'm gonna talk to them. Back I'm, gonna, to the Citadel. I'm just gonna say, hey, that was really something. <laughs> um, like full cards on the table. How many of us think that we should probably steal a ship and leave now before we get thrown in jail? I was not able to thoroughly question both suspects. <laughs> Did you see those kids loved it? <laughs> I think we're heroes. Uh, Catherine, I think that is a fantastic idea. <laughs> we need to go. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, let's see what happens. And we know where we can get a really obnoxious ship if we have to, like, flee. So just keep it in mind. You guys arrive back at the <laughs> Citadel. And what would you like to do? What's your next Plan. Cool. Kolsch gets mad. He, he's going through the bag of drugs. Okay. And finds out that it's nothing. <laughs> super upset. Yeah, just flour. Yeah. <laughs> Kolsch has flour. All over his <laughs> I feel like running around the citadel. <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> we just found like paw prints of that. <laughs> He was hoping for this catnip. This time weak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Augie uh, turns quickly to the ship to finalize and ready for its fairly soon departure. Well, is here. it still the ship we're supposed to use? We should probably go see. Uh, Where are we going? Um, I'm just writing Creed. <laughs> for a quick evac. Yes. You guys go ahead to Valencia and deal with that. We should probably go see Creve though, before we just take this ship again and make sure we're not stealing it. I th think we're authorized. <laughs> do, do you still think we're authorized? I mean, until they lock us out. Yeah. <laughs> There's a padlock on <laughs> The club is Chains on it. Around it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, until that it's happens. Still yeah, it's, it's got a, got a landing gear boot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, do we talk? So we have a couple things we could be doing right now. We can go and try for that, you know, mercenary position up on the other. Hmm, uh, Sewer. Yes, uh, other planet. Sure. We can try to pursue this. Uh, alien situation and try to figure out if there's a problem there. I know that the captain originally said that we're supposed to find problems that will be bad for the Alliance or we can 
face our fate and go talk to the captain nope. now. Nope. Let's run from that one. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think maybe the Great Awakening sounds uh, interesting. Also sitting on the other one, sitting on Sol- Solar. Solar. It's probably not going to be great in yeah. the long run. So you want to dive headlong into death instead of face Captain oh, I'm talking, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to talk to the captain. go talk to the captain, no problem. I don't... What? I don't know. What? Hmm? Hey. <laughs> Use your words. <laughs> what do we have to go on with this great awakening? Yeah, other than like going to that. Other than just knowing that planet. it exists. We could go to that planet and do a little exploration. <clears throat> How far away is Borasia? Uh, you are able to do a little bit of research. It is a known world. It is not close. So you're looking at uh, two weeks. How about Solor? Uh, you're thinking five to seven days. We could go to Shalor and do some research on the Horgalians in the meantime and see if we can maybe bone up on that, some information about them and maybe go to them afterwards. <clears throat> what do you guys think? So the Shalor uh, issue was, they said it was like a month-long position. Law enforcement asking for replacements. Basically. That, that'd be good. <laughs> Let things cool off yeah, around here. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> um, I mean, it it sounds like they need mercenaries. Maybe there's a problem that we can solve faster than a month. And maybe it's a full fledged civil war by now. Right. So maybe it'll be yeah. longer than a month. You know, the last time that we went into a civil war situation, we didn't seem to have done super great. We just sort of we stopped, stopped. it from becoming <clears throat> that. temporary armistice. I mean, right. I, I mean, sometimes that's all you can hope for. And we did have somebody from the Prophets looking into an engineer to send back to the ASC-5, right? Yeah, and we actually, from my understanding, if I'm correct, we have somebody (coughs) looking into trying to find a planet for the Gris as well. Okay. Yeah, is that... Okay, great. Then that's that's, that's that's under control. For now, yeah, we should definitely check back on that after getting back, but... (laughs) um, Yeah, I mean, Salor might be a good idea. It seems... The natural progression. And we want to avoid the captain for now? Yeah, let's go ahead and go right now. Don't you think that will get us in more trouble in the long run? No. Let's see if Creve has anything he can yeah, give us we, first. I think we definitely need to check in with Creve. Yeah, let's see least. if uh, he's got a feeling on what's going on, too. If, if yeah, he's got and any. he was going to procure some some stuff. Yeah, all right. Some more cleaning supplies nope, for us? Some, I asked him for grenades and, like, health injectors or whatever the hell. What was that again? The, the, the needles with the, the health. The what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys head to the quartermaster, Cree. He is he, there. And he his... both sees you do that. Then he just kind of not just kind of puts his head down, yeah. <laughs> sadly. Uh, quartermaster Creeve in all his orangey goodness is there. And he says, hello, you're back so soon. Can I see that sphere again? <laughs> the Ceralon sphere? He's... Oh, no. Yeah. It is being uh, worked on in our computer lab right now. Your presentation was scheduled for five hours. <laughs> We're going to head out uh, soon. Um, can we still take that, the ship? Uh, let me take a look. Uh, yes, it shows uh, Agent Stilton has signed this for three more months. Very good. <laughs> it's just soft crying. Has that been suspended? Uh, no. Okay, okay. Not at all. 
things are good. <laughs> uh, I was able to scrounge this up. I know a few of you are asking for some armor. I, I found one suit of light trooper armor, and he slammed some uh, heavier uh, buckledish armor down on the table. Uh, this is light trooper armor. If anyone wants it, it will give you armor class of 12 uh, plus your dexterity modifier, but you will have disadvantage on stealth roll because it's got lots of buckles. <laughs> Unnecessary jingly buckle. <clears throat> That's something I would need. Anyone uh, taking it? You both going to pass on that. Mm, not sure it's worth the plus one. It's very nice of you, Elf. but no, it does not look like it any took of us me weeks. <laughs> we could, I mean, we could Let's take, take it. it. We'll take us. it. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. take it. And at least, us. like, put it on the ship in case something yes. happens. Yeah. As long as you're not wasteful, you're, you're totally welcome to take it. Like, yeah. Don't yeah. go sell it. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'll see how this goes. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> he says, uh, I was trying to find some uh, augmented weaponry for you, but uh, Captain Valencia has downgraded your equipment status, so I was able to scrounge some of this for you instead. What, what, does, what, is that? It, what does that mean? You get knives. <laughs> <laughs> just like just like knives from the kitchen. That means you're a lesser priority than the uh, other teams that might be out there. What, what other teams are there out there? I were allowed to believe we were the only team. You're not the only team, no. We but, have, but we're the best team, yes. <laughs> he brings out a box, <laughs> puts it on the table. It's a small box and says, uh, this is for your team, and I wish you all the best. And Some what's cup. in the box? And inside the box, you open it up. Inside are two things. One is a speed injector Mark One. This is a device you can use right as a combat starts. You can only use it once. As long as you're not surprised, does not take an action of any type, you just get plus two initiative for that combat. So as soon as about to combat starts, you can choose to use it. The other thing is a uh, water disc. It's like a thick hockey puck that you can toss and it is expended upon use. And when it does, it creates a 10, f- no, I'm sorry, a five foot solid ball of water instantly. Big gush of water that will then splash out for whatever purposes you can use that for. <laughs> All yours. What were the, I'm sorry, what was that? Speed injector. Speed injector. Water disc. Kolsch walks disc. away disappointed. All right. People will take either if no one else. Or well, the water disc is already missing. <laughs> okay. In fact, you see his cheeks go whoosh. <laughs> It works. <laughs> I want another. <laughs> All right, so Epo, you. I'll take the speed injector. Speed injector. Nobody else Got wants it. it. I mean, I need the plus two to initiative, though. <laughs> no, you, no, you don't. don't. You're the fastest. <laughs> I'll, t- well, I'll, yeah, I'll take the water disc. You did. Time. You did. So apparently, I do need it. If initiative was a D four, you'd be sad. But it's a D twenty plus modifier. Let's uh, house rule the shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you guys want to do? Uh, we're going to go to Salor, it looks like. All right. Uh, we are not going to see the captain. We have already been downgraded. I, I believe that is our... I mean, that is I the... Reason. punishment. Yes. Uh, uh, Captain Cree, uh, Mr. Creeve, Quartermaster, is it? Yes. Uh, when did that order of downgradation come through? Uh, let me check. Um, moments ago. Yep. Okay, we are good to go. <laughs> can, can we just say... The uh, day you for, 
for record-keeping purposes that our requests were made yesterday. Good luck on your mission. Oh. We get another box. It's just empty. <laughs> uh, not one for waste. Uh, Augie takes the boxes that are empty. Okay. <laughs> All right. Probably patching the ship with them at some point. You guys climb aboard Kellen's Oasis. Augie, you've been prepping it a little bit already. Yes. And spooling up the system drive, getting the drift drive ready as well. You've got some... Uh, Food brought on board, resupply, things are ready to go. Did we get and, any more credits? Um, no credits were given. <laughs> Some were taken away. Did we go <laughs> shopping before we leave? Is there something that we need that we could use our credits on? Yeah. Probably don't have enough credits to buy really? anything at this point. We have like 200 credits. That's poppers. You're a popper. Okay. So you're heading to the town of Salor with the coordinates that were given. Yeah. It's a town. It was a town or a town. on the planet town of, of Salor. Yeah. We know what, the what planet, planet we don't know. No. Okay. Well, we got coordinates. Okay. Let's Heading to the planet Salor or the town Salor in, in the state of Salor. All right. Uh, you, Salor County. You plug those in and you Nation take off Salor. and... Augie's made a couple little cha- changes to the landing gear, which makes takeoff a little bit different than you were expecting. Make a piloting roll, please. Mm. The Good hell, Augie. Good luck. <laughs> I didn't know my changes would affect you so much. but uh, It's a 12. Okay. I've changed it to a rotor wing. It's uh, <laughs> you take well, off. I'm rusty in those. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. Takeoff, it's adequate, uh, but you can sense that landing might be a little more challenging. He reinforced that gear, and it's not going to respond the way you want it to. Mm. We'll see how that pans out. <laughs> uh, you take off. You leave the city of Circos, head out of the planet of Haven. Tons of uh, air traffic, tons of space traffic. You guys, again, are given uh, top priority. You uh, leave the orbit. Once you're clear of the planet's gravity, you engage the system drive. And I need another piloting roll from you. Nine. Nine. That's with a ton of piloting bonuses, too. Oosh. You used your inspiration from Catherine on that too, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was not meant for that, by the way. <laughs> but actually, that's where I needed it. You can't even use that because it's only lasts for 10 minutes. Only lasts for 10 minutes. Yeah. So oh, eight. so. Eight, right? No, that was. That was a three, so six. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hoggy is frantically running around trying to <laughs> keep the ship together. All right, you engage the. A drift drive which pulls your ship out of this space into the alternate reality of drift space. A different dimension where you travel for uh, X amount of days before dropping out of that back into reality. It allows you to cover great distances. However, whenever you go into drift space, you're never quite sure where it takes you with the drive, but it puts you a certain amount of distance from where you need to go based on how frequently that destination is traveled by other vessels. You plot in a course, you can see that there might be some uh, anomalies that might be in the way that you know of from previous drift uh, jumps. So you put in a slightly different course, EPO, and it doesn't quite pan out as you expected. The ship jumps into drift space. Everyone kind of gets in the, the seated, seated, buckled in. The reality sh- sh- 
snaps a bit, kind of like that uh, Battlestar Galactica zoom in effect and then zoom out effect when they fold. Uh, and you arrive in drift space. As soon as you do, Epo, you have a collision alert and there is a vessel dead ahead that you are heading towards. Make a piloting roll, please. Alarms are firing off. 20. Natural 20? Yep. <laughs> Your this is how ship I do. <laughs> is speeding towards another vessel. You do maximum reverse thrust and vertical thrust and are able to slow down and go above and fly past this other vessel that is uh, significantly armed. <laughs> and you uh, fly right past it. I want to stay close enough to it that it doesn't detect our vessel as a separate vessel. Ooh, make another piloting roll for that. That might be possible. Oh, come on. That's worth a 20. Oh, eight. <laughs> eight. <laughs> they already detected that you're there, but you didn't have any collision whatsoever. It was fantastic. And what do you want to do, Epo? You can continue right on your... Do I get a... Can I, do I get a ping on what this vessel is, who it is? Uh, yeah, you can check your sensors. Yeah. Uh, you sweep your sensors over there, and it is a Alliance Navy ship that was flying oh, okay. the same exact course that you were. Oh, same direction? Things, uh, different direction. Okay. Yeah. These things are rare, right? Yeah. The, yeah. the Your Alliance is big, but the Navy is mostly consolidated. It took a lot of losses uh, years ago. <sighs> so it's consolidated into one big fleet generally, and that's dealing with a major enemy empire. Mm. So there's few ships normal naval duties so there's a few that might protect planets but can yeah. I can I read off the ADSB <clears throat> in like what their trajectory is and like kind of get an idea of where they're headed or where they were coming from maybe make a piloting roll <laughs> nine nine you're not quite sure uh, but you do detect weapons being charged from that vessel. I open comps. Okay. What's taking so long? As you open comps, they were doing the exact same thing. Kellen's party barge, please <laughs> announce yourself. What are your intentions? Stop this vessel party. immediately. Uh, Epo doesn't stop, but he says, this is the Pomeni Vathis of the prophets. Welcome to the party. <laughs> Welcome to the party. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> It's a specialist, the Pomeni Vathis of the Prophets. We are heading to the planet of... We're heading to Solor. Identify yourself. And I hit the ident button. The correct one? All right. He says, oh, okay, good. What the hell kind of uh, jump was that? Our engineer has made some recent modifications. My apologies. Ah, uh, we know, we know how it is. <laughs> Our new engineer, Jeffrey's kind of... A... No, 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 just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> Epo fires on the ship. There's, Relentlessly. There's no weapons. Jeffrey's your engineer. We got a good chance at this. <laughs> An unarmed transformer heavily military ship engineered by Jeffrey. We, we can do this. <laughs> Surrender. Surrender. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, they say, um, well, carry on. Aye, aye. <laughs> Captain. And they uh, cut off frequency and don't uh, get in your way. That right. was some very fancy piloting. Do you think it would be better not to do that again in the future, though? Uh, Mr. Devon. Yes? Are you alive? 
That is a trick question. <laughs> what is a life? I mean, mm. you know, speaking on a metaphysical he level. He smashes the ship into yeah. the other ship. <laughs> Epo's eyes just roll. <laughs> he just dies into the other ship. This isn't worth it. <laughs> I don't know what life is, but I'm about to find out what death is. <laughs> You travel through drift space for several days. As I always ask, what do you want to do during your downtime? Devin has some plans. Uh, he is going to research the Horgalian people, uh, specifically um, whatever documentations he can find from Dr. Mares, as well as anything associated with um, the new awakening um, and the great celebration. Okay. Make a and Salor, oh. and you know, as a side note, if he's get done, if he wraps that stuff up, then Salor is he wants to learn I mean, more about the town of Salor. Mission pertinent information secondary, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Make uh, two lore rolls, please. Uh, first lore roll is a thirteen. All right. Second lore roll is a twenty-four. You are able to. Glean nothing about the uh, Horgalian. Did I say that right? Horgalian. Horgalian. Yeah. Um, it seems rather run of the mill. There's lots of races that have come and passed in this galaxy's time, and there's ar- um, archaeological work that's been done. <laughs> nothing seems strikingly um, out of the ordinary. Your huge lore roll on which was the, the second thing? New Awakening. On Awakening reveals information that's been out there and people that are a couple people that have been chatting about it on, you know, anonymous forum type stuff. And there's com- a lot of comments about inform- What's the Reddit comments on it? <laughs> information about it uh, is being systematically removed from the data sphere. Mm. You're like, hey, have you you guys heard me? Yeah, I used to, like a couple years ago, now I can't find anything. Yeah, I think someone's been blah, 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 blah. Deleting their tweets. And that's extremely hard, deep information even to get yourself, but it was a fantastic Laurel. You're in the dark data sphere. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Anyone else? What would you guys like to do? Uh, Augie has been uh, <clears throat> very... Uh, shamedly uh, binging his engineering and has been going about and if you were to stop by his compartment you would see this uh, he's been going about and uh, uh, systematically dismantling several components in the ship to try and improve on the uh, <clears throat> the efficiency of the uh, system drive all right and uh, dismantling the drift drive in drift <laughs> that's, that's that, we're not doing that the system drive I, I, I think I'm okay with but has been doing that and continues day to do like so. 4.9 and he still has it in pieces before you <laughs> go back into real space all right well that's what he's doing uh, can you make an overall engineering role for that sure um an eight. An eight. You make no progress in your efforts, and now there's a knocking sound. <laughs> <laughs> if if okay. Epo goes over like 50 miles per hour. <laughs> so now it's all. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyone else have something they want to do? Ebo wants to try and figure out why random systems in the ship seem to go offline. <laughs> at weird. Bathroom. <laughs> uh, Catherine is going to uh, look at her data pad and just find out what the repercussions are to people who are new prophets and have not maybe done the best job. Are they put in jail? Are they uh, let go? What happens to those people if they are fired? What's like the history there? You do some research. Uh, you found some easy instances that have come up in the past. Uh, and the, the phrase that keeps coming back up over and over again is mall secured. <laughs> yeah. And Epomini. Kolsch, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything interesting? Yeah, about he's just, uh, Kolsch is going to work on his cooking skills a little bit oh. and like, uh, uh, use, YouTube use these guys as guinea pigs. Yeah. <laughs> he saved one or two children from hey the presentation. Everyone, nerdy yeah. yummies. <laughs> cool, she's like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, several days go by. You all work on your different projects, and the ship comes out of drift space. You get a warning from Epo, and hold on. You uh, jump out of drift space into reality again, and you have arrived in an entirely different system. You are next to a brightly lit moon that's staring you just off the cockpit view, just off center a bit. And you quickly scan, sweep sensors. There's no immediate uh, proximity or alerts, but your jump was not the most ideal. You're a little bit of a distance off, just a couple hours off from your destination of the planet itself. That seems typical. Better safe than sorry. Epo, you do a sensor sweep, just a broad general sweep across this system. You detect the planet you're supposed to head towards. That's more closer to the coordinates that and you have. And what is the planet's name? It, it's not going to tell you. This, this, <laughs> the computer system is not going to tell us the planet's name. There, this is an unidentified system. Hmm. Okay. You don't seem pleased to. Just making it. Nope. <laughs> Difficult on purpose. <laughs> on purpose. However, there is some traffic at a much further planet. Um, maybe a day away travel, much closer to the star of this system. By drift drive? Nope. No. No, but your system drive, system drive. Uh, is the drive that moves between normal space, in the atmosphere of a planet, what have you, and then you can go faster out in space but covering that distance in space can still take hours and hours, or in this case, a day to go to a, a, yeah. a planet. A drift drive is a whole separate thing to go between systems. So you are able to detect uh, several, maybe a dozen different ships around some sort of uh, satellite um, on a planet that's about a day away. Do I know what kind or who they are? You have to make a some sort of sensors roll. I don't know what that would be. Computers? Yeah, let's do computers. Six. Hey, you were rolling so good. Yeah. Hey, I got a 20. Uh, Saved our lives. Yeah, there's no damage on that ship. After almost getting us killed, yeah. Are you alive? (laughs) We are here. (laughs) How do you mean? Like in a metaphysical sense? (laughs) You are not able to identify these ships, and you, what are you squawking as the code? Uh, uh, You're great on a 
radio call. Let's prophets. <laughs> All right. Prophets. They didn't know that they were calling the prophets. We just like picked this up. Scanners. Yeah, but I, we we're, we're coming. We're coming here to be like you know enforcers. So let's Could go let's, as Nova Alliance. Let's start. You. Okay, yeah. I'll, yeah, I like that Nova Alliance. Okay, so the normal Navy. Yeah, let's All do right. it. My God. A Navy transport. Mm-hmm. Navy transport. It's so. a personnel transport. This is bad. Nope, it's good. It's all bad, okay. <laughs> Stick with Kellen's party barge. Uh, that would be better than, than freaking Nova Alliance. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going with my engineer. <laughs> uh, let me end this We're going to start calling him Jeffrey. What? No. <laughs> Uh, Jeffrey's a good egg. Mm. He's a good egg. You are being hailed. Okay, I answer. You pick up and you hear, this is Fayek Station, a Navy vessel. Uh, please identify yourself. I'm Specialist Ipomni Vathis of the Prophets. And what is your ship's designation? Get this. Kellen's Oasis. <laughs> this is uh, how, and can we provide any uh, service to the Navy? We don't see you out here often. Yes, uh, we are here on official business, uh, responding to a request uh, from Solor for help in maintaining the peace there. You're not here for anything else? Such as? Uh, I put in requests. Uh, about 12 hours ago, but didn't expect for anyone to show up. And if they did, you wouldn't show up for about a week. So I Exactly. Thought, that's pretty fast. We got an uh, emergency uh, transponder code uh, from a ship, and uh, it was about uh, 12 hours ago. And oh, now God it's damn it. not. What's the information? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Aren't you here to help? Why is he allowed to talk to people? <laughs> because nobody's willing to stop him. Because the cockpit only has room for one. <laughs> and a huge chair. Yep. Yeah, yes, I we are we are here to help. Hold still. Hold still. <laughs> <laughs> There's a po- confused pause <laughs> at the other end. This new navy code is annoying. <laughs> Uh, look, I, I see where you're at. It's about two hours away on the uh, second moon of your planet there. We received uh, an emergency uh, transponder from a vessel, and it was only for about a minute. And then it uh, swapped back over. It's a courier courier ship. Uh, do you have the identifier of the ship? Oh, I did. I'm looking it up. Shoot, I totally did. We spell courier. C-O-U-R-I-E-R. That's not how I spelled it. It is a French word. It definitely spells it like curry. <laughs> it's like furrier, but... But not. Less so. <laughs> not as furry. Not as furry. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Star Thrust is the name of it. Yeah, it is. I like that name. <laughs> And they haven't uh, moved uh, since, and they haven't responded to any of our calls, and we don't have anyone to send out. We just have uh, engineering repair bots around here. 
Very good to know, uh, FIAC station. Thank you for the report, and we will go investigate. Thank you. So again, they are FIAC station. They are a day away deeper towards the star around a different world. Your world is right here. And they are Naval Station, Alliance Naval Station. Uh, they did not say that. Oh. But they were a courier ship, right? No, oh, the- that's the Star Thruster. Your world is right here. You can turn around, you can see it. It's um, maybe an hour away. You're next to the first moon. There is a second moon that would take some time to fly to. How much time? About an hour, hour and a half. Okay. And that's where Star Thrust is? Yes. Okay. I call the crew up to the cockpit. A dinner bell is rung. (laughs) (laughs) And I relay this information. It's quite literally on a chain. It's (laughs) It's a triangle. I relay the information (laughs) that uh, we are about an hour away from Salor, but also uh, we were informed by FIAC station that there was a distress signal given a few hours ago by a courier ship called Star Thrust, and ask uh, we should proceed to the ship. I'm not much for the name, but I certainly think that uh, we should assist any ship in danger. Agreed. Besides, I need parts. <laughs> Dashes out to the back. <laughs> you receive a data package from Fiac Station. Okay. And it's just a generic informational flight type thing. And it says uh, how to contact them and any delays arriving around their station again, which is a day away. It also says something about if you're dealing with Salor, do not, under any circumstances, enter the planet's atmosphere. Uh, Use the transfer station and use a shuttle there. Does it list the name of the planet? Yes. Fayek 4, you... Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Just unnecessarily difficult. Yes, that's the way we do it. Use transfer shuttle. No atmosphere. I guess I should not write no atmosphere, but don't go into it. That's good to know. Um. All right, what's your intention? These, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, what do these planets look like? If I'm able to just glare out the window yeah. as Augie, and are they? Do they appear habitable from my point of view, or anything like that? Or the moon you're next to right now looks uh, v- very dead, similar to our own Earth moon, but yellowish. Um, but you can make out big craters and looks uh, lifeless and uh, no atmosphere. The moon that they're mentioning the ship is at, uh, you cannot make out much. It has full total uh, greenish cloud cover. Mm -hmm. Um, And the planet that these two operate around uh, is uh, black rock. Oh, no atmosphere to speak of. No atmosphere. Is that FIAC 4? No, that's a different planet. That's FIAC. Oh, that is FIAC 4. Okay. With the city down of Solar. Solar. Solar somewhere on it, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so it appears uh, we are going to go check out this star thrust. Yes, I believe that would be the kosher thing to do. That seems fine to me. Let's go. All right. All right. We head that way. You guys head over there. 
you pilot your way towards the second moon and uh, anything you guys are doing as you're getting ready? My transponder is turned off right now. Okay, trying to be incognito. Yes. You can do a, another sensor sweep if you'd like to identify the location of the ship. Uh, okay. Yeah, minimal. Okay. Would you like me to do it? <laughs> What's your computer's modifier? Augie is trying to That's suspend great. the knocking so that is mine. going on in the ship. I know, but you've been rolling. Uh, <laughs> What's that, Augie? Augie's trying to suspend the knocking that's going on the ship. Okay. And uh, just trying to uh, make everything smooth. Make an engineering roll of disadvantage. Enter time crunch. Time crunch. I like time crunches. Six. They're still the knocking's right. worse. The knocking is actually echoing through the vastness of vacuum of space, That's which is amazing. completely not possible. It's actually everyone's hearing That's it. They're hearing it by extension a day away. Ding, 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 the, the, the comm is just locked open. Ding. <laughs> and you, sure, you can do the computer rolls. All right, Devin steps in, leans over, and presses the green scanner sweep button for oh, you. Oh shit, fine. <laughs> God, you gave such a fuss. <laughs> and you are, you are, you do two things, Devin. There is nothing on these scanners. No yes, thank ships you. at all. Go away now. No planets either. <laughs> you do two things. One, you are able to identify where the ship is. You're able to find it. Uh, it's orbiting the uh, second moon, the cloud-covered second moon. It's orbiting it. Mm -hmm. uh, the other problem is, is that you, unfortunately, with some mix-up in the system, and with a lot of powering down of different systems during the drift drive, uh, you have permanently locked open the communications on the bridge oh, on. to general frequency. It wasn't a natural one. That's what you've done. I will be on my way now, <laughs> and I leave in shame. <laughs> So it's the comp channel is open or just locked to that frequency? It is open, oh. and it's like you've got a stuck mic yeah. that you can't unstick. Okay, all right. Dung, 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 dung. <laughs> uh, okay. And you've got one of those emergency broadcast to all frequencies things that's stuck. Okay, yeah. so it's like a guard frequency. Yeah. Thing. All right. You're in a bit of a pickle. So all they just hear is Epo's quiet breathing. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have eaten that burrito. second burrito. Epo, <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we there yet? Epo puts it on on autopilot for a second and walks out of the cockpit to find Augie and lets him know of the recent development with the comms. Tell him. Stilton. Hmm. <laughs> clang! Yes! Clang! Clang! Please, can you stop I'm that for a moment? I'm trying to find it. It's moving! <laughs> I think another Nevi found its way in here. Jeffrey pops out. I think I found it! Epo's <laughs> azimuth laser pistol pops out, too. You, you are literally following Augie as he's walking, trying to find out where this Augie bang Stilton, is. Augie Stilton, please, there. stop for a moment. I can, no, I can't. I'll lose it. No, please. Our comms, Multitask. Our, our comms are stuck open to broadcasting on all frequencies. Oh, Please. that's not good. Uh, correct. Do what you can to correct the situation. Thank you. Um, and then I just walk back up to the cockpit. All right. And don't say anything. <laughs> don't say anything as it's broadcast out to everyone. Uh, okay. Um, I'll, I'll try and deal with that situation now right, if I can. All right, you go upstairs. You... Uh, 
get wedge yourself into the cramped bridge area with a huge luxurious leather chair. Can I turn the radios off, just off for now? Uh, you can give it a try, sure. Make a uh, engineering roll. I thought you wanted me to fix this. Do it, roll it, let's see, you got it. Nine. Augie, you take one point of electrical damage <laughs> as Epo starts messing with the power functions as you've got a panel open. Sorry. <laughs> what are you doing? Accident. And Augie, you need to make an engineering roll yourself. You wait for him to touch it again. People, people all across space are here. <laughs> what are you doing? Sorry. Zap. Uh, a 22. All right. You are able to fix. <laughs> it's a good roll, but it's a challenging problem. Essentially, you pass the buck. So. You were able to stop broadcasting out, but now uh, you're broadcasting continuously just the intercom within the ship from the cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's an internal loud broadcast, so everyone throughout your ship will hear whatever's going on in the cockpit, but you're no longer broadcasting it out. Right. I fixed it! I fixed it! I fixed it! <laughs> <laughs> That's not good! It's not good! <laughs> Alright, I can deal with that for now. <laughs> Uh, is it better? Is it better? <laughs> I'm gonna take this off now. <laughs> Where are we doing? We're heading towards the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not broadcasting any transponder information. Not broadcasting any comms. Nope. Did a sensor sweep. Did locate the ship. So I want to navigate. Um, Kind of up behind it. Okay. You're getting closer and closer to this vessel. It is a medium transport, which means it's the ship itself is several times your size, and then it has a much larger cargo, massive container that it's attached to that it then grabs onto. So it's like a... Kind of like a tugboat. Kind of. Uh, it's like a, a, a cockpit quarters type area, and then like a long spine with a couple uh, brackets, spinal mm -hmm. things that go off of it that then going to attach to a long extended cargo thing beyond it. Uh, and you're approaching it from the side, you said? From from behind. From, from the behind. Quarter. All right. It is um, not going anywhere, just in orbit. Uh, got, is it armed? You have to see from here and make a perception roll. Okay. Oh, that's better. That's a 23. Well, the 23, you see it is armed. And with a 23, yeah. you see there is a small raft attached to one of its two airlocks. Okay. You got 23? Yeah. Make another roll with advantage. There might be one more piece of information to glean. Uh, 17. You see the second smaller vessel has extended some sort of extra attachment that looks like antennas and vents and type of a stuff so that it blends somewhat into the structure of the ship or anyone who approaches. But you were able to spot it and you can see it's trying to look like it's not a ship and that it's not attached to the airlock. It looks like it's antennas and regular okay. junk. And you can see the markings of the ship because they're not always the brightest because they're trying to be hidden. The markings of the ship you can see are some of the red slashes 
from the space gang known as the Rip Claws. Okay. These guys you've heard of before, they are a ragtag group that likes causing lots of chaos, stealing what they can, and getting away. And they're no fans of the Prophets. All right. Um, I just speak in the cockpit over the open intercom. It appears our courier ship here has been hijacked by the Rip Claws. Uh, it was Rip Claws, not Rip Jaws, like the like the Ram module. <laughs> Rip Claws. <laughs> Claw, I heard Claws. From who heard back- Claws? Raise your hand. Yeah. Claws. It's Claws. Okay. Hundred percent. From my background in uh, my previous <laughs> background, do I know anything more specific about the Rip Claws? Make a lore roll with advantage. Um, non-natural 20. Okay. They are, you've uh, heard of them before. You've never, because of your previous life as a a bit of pirating yourself from long ago. They are reckless. They, uh, it's not necessarily that they're cowards or that they're loyal. They just that being crazy and wild. They tend to be uh, hopped up on drugs. Often is a lot of their reward system. Uh, They'll steal what they can. They're not like evil. They're not out to torture or kill people, but they have no hesitation in killing people um, if it in any way gets in the way of what they want. And then they steal what they can and get away. Um, they're part of a loose organization. There isn't a big, huge overall leader or group, um, but uh, that's what you know of the Rip Claws. All right. Did you say Rip Claws? I hate fucking Rip Claws. Those guys are assholes. Mm. Epo wants to navigate up uh, next to the Ripclaw vessel so that it's sandwiched in between the Star Thrust and the Kellen's oh, okay. Oasis. Uh, Kolsch goes up to the cockpit, or at least like puts his head in, because is that little there the Ripclaw ship armed? You need to make a perception roll. You're gonna try to steal our arms, aren't you? Uh, I just want to make sure we're not going to get our tits blasted off. Uh, 18. You can see there is... There's a crappy uh, projectile cannon on there that looks very rudimentary, um, good at... It's very uh, janky type thing. Uh, Good at only very short ranges, but yes, it is armed. This is a small vessel. Like smaller than ours? Um... No, it's about the same size, but compared to the this, yeah, yeah, this freighter yeah, yeah. thing, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, then up, I want to come up underneath it. Then, underneath what? The rip, the rip claw vessel. It, the bottom of it is attached. Oh, to it's the attached airlock. at the bottom. I was picturing at the side. No. Okay, I'll just come up beside it. All right. As you are heading towards that destination, you are uh, being hailed. Okay, I answer. And everyone can hear this over the intercom. (laughs) You're being hailed. And the uh, normal declaration as you're being hailed is given, and the declaration is, Hey! What what you doing? Identify yourself. We are the... They say it in unison. (laughs) Uh, Hold on. (laughs) We're the Star Thrust! What? You can keep going. We're a party. 
<laughs> We're here to party. <laughs> um, <laughs> I bet the roof cause would love that. Yeah. Uh, we got drugs. <laughs> <laughs> we do. <laughs> Keep going where? <laughs> yeah, we're we, we we you don't need to be around what, here. Why did you hail us? Because you're getting pretty close. Is that an issue? Yeah, we don't we 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 don't. What? Well, who are you? We are Kellen's Oasis. Well, get AKA, the hell out of here. AKA the Party Barge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The what? They went to it. The what? <laughs> <laughs> the of interest. And I and I flip my transponder to the party barge code and hit ident. What? What? What's this? What? What? What do you do? We party. <laughs> he says it's a party barge. Don't into this. <laughs> and what kind of what kind of partying? We party hardy. <laughs> what kind of party do you want? Uh, there's a there's a dock on the <laughs> on the port side, an airlock. <laughs> yeah, we could use some entertainment. We'll pay for that. Then you have found the proper <laughs> the proper partiers. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and an Epo closes comps. All right. This is going to get weird. Um, as, this is going to so, be great. Oh, it's only weird if you go out of character. <laughs> so, <laughs> How far will Devin go? Just close your eyes, Devin, and go with the flow. Just put your hood up a little higher. Uh, what happens on the party barge stays on the party barge. So, <laughs> where are they? Where, they said the port dock is open. Where are is they're on the ship. other side. There's two airlocks. That so go. they're opposite sides yeah. of the ship. Mm -hmm. I see. <laughs> um, <coughs> I want to. <coughs> pardon me. I want to. I want to determine if there is a way to dock on the Ripclaw ship. Like if there's a second docking port oh. that we can attach ours to. You. Mm make a little flyby, uh -huh. a non-optimal course, and fly by their ship, and no, they've got one entrance okay. and they're attached. All right, so then we dock on to the other docking port. And you may uh, gain an inspiration die. Nice! <laughs> what is the classification of the vessel we're attaching to? Uh, courier ship. Yeah, medium-sized courier ship. Medium-sized courier ship, okay. All right. All right. We dock. You dock. You bring your vessel in and how, you dock. F how long is this process going to take from the time that we, like, party barged to now? <laughs> is it, like, ten minutes? Uh, no, it's probably just, like, uh, two minutes, one minute. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. You fly in and you dock. The little umbilical thing attaches. There's a jolt across the ship. And you are connected to the uh, freighter. Kolsh, how are, how, how are we going to go about this? Kolsh, do you still have your bag of drugs for oh, yeah, presentation? Of course I do. <laughs> Please bring it with us. You read my mind. Using a children's prop. <laughs> <laughs> this drug's really big. Yeah. <laughs> this is the little bag. This drug's on it. Property of School of the Gifted. <laughs> um... I also grab some cleaning supplies from 
<laughs> from the, the chest of a box of cleaning supplies that we were getting. Why are you bringing those good for huffing? Why are you bringing those? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Apo <laughs> says, unaware. Um. All right. You guys are gathered at the airlock, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's there. What's the plan? It's going to go great. <laughs> we're just opening Might. the door. <laughs> I believe we gain their trust. We get them all in one location with the intent to party, air quotes, <laughs> and then we arrest them. It's going to look great on the reports. I'm just imagining Epo being like, party? <laughs> <laughs> he, he does like the robot dance. I am, <laughs> I am partying. <laughs> a regular dance for you. <laughs> yeah. The party is here. So uh, We are here. I, I've got Kolsch holding the drugs. Uh, I assume no weapons. Oh, and I'm armed still, yeah. Yeah. We're, I'm, we're, not, I'm not, well, I mean, like, everything's holstered, but I'm, I got guns with me. All right, so you have your pistol, you have a high-powered laser rifle mm -hmm. on your back, mm -hmm. that type of thing. Okay. Um, yeah, do we look like prophets? Do we look like prophets? You can wear normal civilian clothes and not wear your clothes. armor. I'm wearing my armor. I'm definitely wearing my armor. <laughs> so you're wearing formal I'm, clothes I'm with a bulletproof robe. vest over it? Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Why not underneath? <laughs> Coach has a giant rifle and a bag of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the yeah. drug man, but I'm also the bouncer. <laughs> I'm sure this will go swimmingly. Uh, what's my armor class without oh, armor on? Uh, 10 plus your dexterity modifier. So it's only one less. Hmm. I think Catherine's gone down a few too many times to like not wear the armor. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna keep my armored jacket on, but I'm gonna wear it casually. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna <laughs> be unbuttoned. It's gonna be unzipped. Unzipped, not 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 cinched. You know, it's gonna be just kind of. How many gold bloom? Just kind of. <laughs> <Cold. laughs> it's just gonna be kind of hanging on. So one AC less than that. <laughs> Half AC. All right. Round up. <laughs> okay. Uh, as always, who's in the lead? Is it Kolsch? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. The airlock opens <laughs> up, and you are uh, you step out into a kind of a hexagon-type airlock chamber that um, is part of this freighter. Some little disinfectant jets blast you, and you press the button and open up that door to access the ship proper and as you step out into this kind of entrance you can see there's some space suits and stuff and, and some crates some lying on the floor a little bit of disarray uh, in this little entrance area the ship itself is again plated metal floor with metal walls it's very utilitarian ships you're used to not the luxurious thing you've been uh, tooling around in there is one guy is standing maybe 10, 15 feet uh, inside the door. And he has a pistol at his side. And as you walk in, he raises the pistol and points it at you, Kolsch. This guy has on um, a, uh, a cur official courier flight uniform and he's got lots of 
earrings and piercings in his mouth. He's got a reddish mohawk as well. He's got some guy. <laughs> he's got some red war paint stuff on down from his cheeks down to the sides of his neck and he points his uh, weapon at you. What kind of party is that? They got weapons. They got weapons. Of course we have weapons. So do you. You see there's another one of uh, these uh, flight people uh, who's crouched down behind some uh, spacesuit crates uh, who peeks up around and also points a weapon in your direction, Kolsch. I look at, I see him, acknowledge him, but ignore him and uh, talk to the guy with the mohawk. What's what's your name, my man? I'm Kolsch. We're here. We're here to get after it. <laughs> we are here to party. <laughs> get after it. I don't, <laughs> make a persuasion roll, please. Uh, Can Ipo... You get after how far it, away oh, is the other dock on the other side of the ship? Is it like completely different area? Yeah, yeah, completely like, different area. Okay. Uh, 11. 11. He says, my name's Aang. And what the hell is going on? More of you start to spill into the entrance here. We're here to party. Look at this. And I show him the bag of drugs. <laughs> that says We're ready to go. Drugs on Are it. Are you ready to go, Aang? <laughs> <laughs> Are you making an intimidating party roll? <laughs> Are you ready to go? <laughs> he says, well, what, what else? What else? What does that one do? Motioning towards the robed. Oh, don't don't get him started. He's a handful and a half. The robe starts to come off. <laughs> it's just pale white skin. All They're you blinded can ask for. by the glow. <laughs> Start a slow swing dance. He <laughs> says, "Uh, all right. You 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 gotta leave your weapons there. Leave them where." Toss them back into the airlock. Why? You have weapons. Why shouldn't we have weapons? We're all friends here. It's, it's company policy. Com what company are you with? He looks down at his jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> You're not very convincing. I think I'm going to keep my weapons. You failed your role. <laughs> uh, we're from Thrust Courier. Good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't let you. I can't let you in here. You got to. You got to put your weapons. You got to throw your weapons in there too. Then no. We're just then going no, to take our I'm party drugs and weapons leave. in there. He heard you, Epo. You can make a disadvantaged persuasion roll. <laughs> he is not eager. Oof. Uh, persuasion. Yes. Nine. Nine. Wait. Uh. No, no, sorry, I had it wrong. Five. Wrong <laughs> with <laughs> zero. You hear over the uh, a radio, a cheapish radio that's mounted on his shoulder. You hear, I don't like the sounds of this. Uh, ice them all. My other roll was a 20. I know, it was good. Uh, I'm going to pipe up and be like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> We're here for a party. I we didn't know. bring ice. You want ice? I got I ice. I don't know what's wrong with you guys, but I've got some pretty amazing men here that want to show you a good time. So it, we always want to be a little like precautions when we go into a new place. We got to have our make sure that our weapons keep us safe. But we are here because we heard 
this is the place to come for a good time. Is that what you want? Epo turns to Jillian, but I am not a man. (laughs) Catherine. People. I meant people. Sorry, (laughs) Catherine. (laughs) The one hiding behind the crates stands up. I want to see a man dance. Let's let's see what you got. I look at Augie. Augie <laughs> <laughs> Augie unabashedly stomps forward and starts thumping one out and just <laughs> kind of shimmying just a bit. All right, Augie, you did say a man. <laughs> uh, make a performance roll, please. Performance roll. And before you roll, keep in mind that the original guy who's standing uh, in the middle is has a pistol pointed at you. And he has orders to ice the group, and he is just about to do this. Yeah, just right. about to do this? Yes. I'm going to look at you, I'm doing... and I'm going to be like, yeah, buddy. And I'm going <laughs> to give you a little inspiration. Uh, she puts the music on. <laughs> it is. Taking that inspiration, Augie goes for it. Is this straight roll? This is persuasion straight. No, performance straight. Or performance, all right. Here we go. So Augie is like shimmying up to the guy, just kind of doing that. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's pretty good. Wait, what is this? <laughs> if it's the, doesn't look like anything, it's a six. Most confusing die in the history Most of confusing. dice. Most confusing. It's a three. Uh, so, uh, 19. Oh, yeah. Negative oh, I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't add my performance. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. A non-natural 20. Okay. Nice. Yeah. The, <laughs> the groove. <laughs> This this is what I call the ice dance. <laughs> His whiskers kind of twitch to the uh-huh. beat. Everyone in this room is creeped out, except <laughs> the guy by the craze who's just like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> let's, let's see some credits, buddy. <laughs> he is here to party! Show a little Nevi shoulder. <laughs> You're nude in just an armored Twirl your tail <laughs> And start parting fur <laughs> There's pink You want to see the pink Fucking little nipple pokes out <laughs> You take your finger and just <laughs> Rub one of 12 my, nipples I've got my I've got my <laughs> Which one do you want <laughs> The lower ones cost more. (laughs) (laughs) Slowly removing one of six bras. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, The other one who's got the gun. It don't matter when it's Nevi, baby. (laughs) Yeah, but the one you had was a male. Doesn't matter when it's Nevi, baby. Uh, The one with the gun pointed at you uh, says in his radio, uh, boss, uh, these these guys seem really legit. <laughs> this one is way committed to the to the role. <laughs> these guys seem legit, boss. Really. <laughs> and you hear, uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, you can let him in, but uh, no guns. He says you heard him. No deal, buddy. We, we come in armed. We want to make sure everything's legit, too, on our end. But, you know, you let us in, and you get a little bit more of this. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I get to say it? No. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's, 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 let's split the difference there. Uh, he walks over to a door and brings out a third person who was waiting in ambush. <laughs> the hell? The whole party's in the airlock. Uh, this person not wearing a jumpsuit, but wearing uh, traditional sketchy leather strap ripclaw armor and his uh, pistol. 
then walks to the other side of this entrance and opens up that sliding door and brings out a fourth person. What is Jeez. happening here? And you wonder why we are armed. <laughs> and they all come together and sit down on the crates that are holding a bunch of evac suits. And they say, hey, we can't let you in any further with weapons, but we'll throw some credits your way. Let's get down, baby. <laughs> uh, I retreat from the front line, as it were, here, and I, I go to uh, Kolsch. <clears throat> oh, we might be able to sneak in your weapon. I'm going to chat with them while that's happening. I'm All like, right. well, how many of you are there? I mean, we didn't think there was going to be a whole crew to entertain, but, you know, like, how, like, who else, who else should we expect? Nope, just, just us. What, we'll about, just... what about your boss, man? No, no, we don't want to tell him. He then <laughs> turns his radio off. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't want any trouble, man. I'm just, just chatting with him while you two talk. Yeah, pump up the music. How, 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 how? This is gonna sound awful. How big is Culture's weapon? <laughs> so no, if you because I want to put it in my mouth. <laughs> it's a big rifle. It's a big rifle. It's a with, huge rifle. With, with, <laughs> but it's got a hair trigger. <laughs> Tell yourself that. With this, it's still one-handed weapon. <laughs> what, what, his, his rifle would not fit in your mouth. It. it okay. Uh, that just, is, yeah, that is uncomfortable. Just, <laughs> Just yeah. the, just I could put that one away and you could still have a couple others. I can't, I can't all these guys. I don't think we're going to fare very well. You could put several pistols in your mouth. <clears throat> and even the odds, they could put their weapons away. We could put some of ours we could even in my odds. mouth. We could even the odds right now and just start mowing them. That's true, but we don't know how many are uh, there. You're losing their interest, Catherine, and the rest of the crew. Th those two are talking in the back. We have All Catherine, right. Epo, and Devin. They're waiting for some sort of entertainment. I'm, I'm gonna be like Devin. No. Devin, show them just like a <laughs> little, just like a little fun magic trick. This we've got, we've got a magician here. He's got, he can pull, you know, birds out of hats and stuff. Devin gives her a Catherine a sort of a um, <laughs> what's what? What would the look be? Um, <laughs> Is please, <laughs> and Devin will perform a little magic trick. All right, uh, Augie uh, breaks off from Cole Shear and uh, puts on a little music from his collar. He's now just walking around with this stuff on end. At the Copa, <laughs> so uh, timing it to his his. Uh, Seth, we lost our screen there. I want to jiggle oh, your mouse. Oh. Jiggle it. <laughs> for a while. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> so, uh, Devin, you were doing something? Yeah, I'm going to use uh, Distant Reach. Uh, I can generate minor telekinetic effects uh, for the duration of the talent. Um, with a minor hand motion, command this energy to manipulate an object, open unlock door, contain sure. it, pick it up. What do you want to do? Block. Um, I'm gonna juggle like I'm gonna like kind of like float some things over to me. That there's are laying a, there's around. a evac suit laying on the ground. Uh, something small. Smaller. Yeah. Okay. Actually, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna do this, and the evac suit will start to like dance up and like you, you know go. like uh, right. uh, like Fantasia style and start bouncing around. Uh, can you make a performance <sighs> roll? Sure can. Natural 20. Yeah. Wow. It is amazing. <laughs> One of their crew is in it. What the hell? 
<laughs> you have them entirely enthralled. Uh, they're blown away by this performance. Uh, they have lowered their weapons and holstered their weapons as well and are really getting into it. The music's blaring from uh, Ippo's I should have done this suit. for the children. Ippo <laughs> <laughs> um, pulls up a crate in front of how many are sitting? There are four. Pulls up a crate like as a table in front of the four of them and sits on another crate opposite them and pulls out uh, a game known as Cochilia. Okay. It's basically the shell game and says, gentlemen, place your bets. Uh, they the suit dances in the background. <laughs> <laughs> they place a couple of credits down. How, how does this work? I have, I have three shells here and under each... Under one of the shells is a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> Under one of the shells is a pill. If you guess the right shell, you get the pill. Oh, I'm getting this one. Uh, Slaps down ten credits. Make a deception roll. And and I do have advantage playing this game. I you do. Believe. Well, how so? I don't know. Oh, this is your. Yeah, this. Uh, is you one. have. Um, the game that he's yeah. proficient in. Use your. Don't make a deception roll. Instead. Uh, you have, uh, uh, you get to add your proficiency. Let's do w dexterity or wisdom modifier plus your proficiency, your choice. And rolling advantage still? No, no advantage. Dex or with, okay. so will be dex. Dex plus your plus two proficiency? Yep. Go for it. All right, so, so uh, yeah, Epo starts swapping the My shells around. Oh, and, oh, shit. It wasn't. It went. <clears throat> it oh. rolled. He got a nine. And uh, with that, plus six, 18. All right, with an 18, you start moving little shells around and you can position that pill wherever you want. Yep. Um, and thumb action on all the right. shell. He reaches out, grabs onto the left shell and lifts it up and what's there? Nothing. Nothing. <clears throat> Son of a bitch! He checks the other shells Epo. and makes sure there's a pill still there. There is, but Epo- Slams it. Where's the rat titties? Come on! Epo takes his pills. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm on stage. <laughs> There's a single tear <laughs> coming from August. <laughs> um, oh, God. I want to say something, but I know it'll get marked, right. so I'm leaving it. No, I'll just say it for us. <laughs> Good this. Like, no. Ebo swipes the credits and uh, says, how about we wager for something a little higher? Um, all right. You have all their attention. The music kind of goes a little quiet. The stakes have raised. What do you have in mind? The suit gets very <laughs> interested. <laughs> the um, suit leans over. <laughs> wants to pull, it wants in too. <laughs> I pull out a fourth shell. So now there's four shells. And I also pull out this second pill. So there's two pills okay. and four shells. So the chances are higher that they will. This looks much harder. <laughs> <laughs> there are four pills, four shells. Uh, oh. uh, let's um, just go back to the original. <laughs> and I say, that's a nice looking pistol you have there. Care to put it on wager? What, what does this pill do? Oh, my friend. This You're not giving him the pill, are you? We only have so many of those. <laughs> I am the pill man. <laughs> I am uncomfortable. I'm just letting you all know. And Ebo just turns back and looks at them with an eyebrow raised. Uh, make a deception roll. Okay. 
with advantage. Okay. Oh my gosh. Fuck. Yeah, you can't do that with the inspiration. Uh, four. Oh, do you, you don't wow. have any modifier to deception? <laughs> I know. No? My previous character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, this, I don't understand this game. Uh, while this is happening, is there a clear way to get into the rest of the ship? There are two, there are three doors of which two uh, had people in that came out of. Are they open? They are sliding doors that closed as soon as they walked past. Uh, people are still trying to convince, you know, keep their attention. Fine, fine, fine. We'll we'll just go back to the lower stakes. That's all right. To you, they he removes one uh, shell and one pill. There are three <laughs> of the four that are completely engrossed in your game, and then one that is completely engrossed in Augie's game. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine's gonna try to sneak through one of the doors. Okay, make a stealth roll. That is a 21. Damn. Ooh. There is a disadvantaged guy because of Augie right in front of him. <laughs> Augie pivoting to put himself you know, in the optimum <laughs> dancing position to distract. You head towards the door. It makes a little wispy noise, and then Augie just goes, whisp, 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 <laughs> as he's dancing around. He's, he's squeezes <laughs> he squeezes the nipples, pretending to express. You are making milk. this 10 times worse than it has to be. <laughs> uh, the guy, uh, you make a good roll, but the, uh, you're pretty stealthy, but the guy looks over in that direction, and Augie, what do you want to do to distract him? What final? Make it good, Augie. <laughs> For the profits, baby. <laughs> for, for the honor of the prestigious <laughs> profits. <laughs> the ship is sailed. <laughs> this is all going in the report. <laughs> going for double pay. Uh, so, uh, Augie sets off a little surprise in his, uh... You're inches his, away from the guy, his head's looking over towards that door where Catherine's about to be seen. Uh, he, he, he sets off the, uh, the EMP off in his collar to, uh, kind of blow out just a couple of the lights in the sparking fashion overhead is kind okay. of a light show, if you will, to distract um, him. That, you would have to use that effect to do that. I am using You're going to use the full effect. I'm using the this full effect. full ability. Oh, full ability. Okay. <laughs> uh, you have complete control. And I, I, since I have, if the ability allows for it, I'm going to have it blow out the lights in time with some, <laughs> okay. with some of the music. Lights start sparking and blowing and blowing and blowing and blowing. Normal people would be very concerned about this and shielding themselves, but not these guys. These guys are like, yeah, yeah, yeah! Uh, they are totally distracted, and Catherine, you sneak into a other section or in a hallway that leads further into the ship. All right. I'm going to look for any any indication of people that do not look like Red Claws. I'm okay. going to stealthily walk rip, around rip and see claws. if I can hear Rip Claws and like see if I can hear anybody. <laughs> sounds scary. Okay. You don't see anyone, you're listening. Uh, there's an intercom right here, if that helps you at all, or you can keep going down this hallway and exploring different mm -hmm. rooms. Keep on going. Okay. Uh, she's doing that. What would the rest of you like to do? Anything? I know exactly what I'm doing, so go <laughs> for it. You guys do your thing. I'm very interested to hear what you're doing. Oh. No, I gotta, I gotta wait for okay. it. I gotta wait well, for Epo's, it. What are you guys doing? Half the lights are off and exploded. Epo's playing some more Quachilia. Yeah, Kosh right. is waiting for this to just 
go to hell. <laughs> He's got his initiative die just yeah. ready. There is right. no good outcome for this. You guys be thinking, because this is the ultimate move um, now. Devin is sort of appearing interested and sort of kind of heading towards the flank, I guess, of these guys, if that's possible. Okay. Can I flank somebody? Um, Anybody, doesn't matter. Yeah, the catch is with doing it without being too distracting. Um, make a deception or performance roll your choice. 17. What was it? What role was it? Deception um, or performance? Could go either way. Your uh, choice. How are you handling it? Performance, since I've been doing well with my dancing All right. suit. You do this kind of mirrored dance with the suit, and you're able to keep it in front of them. You you behind them. They kind of look behind them, and then they just distract them over the suit, and you are now behind them just a couple oh. feet. Uh, well done. Augie, you had something? It's it's all performance. Music it's is blaring. <clears throat> so some of the lights have, have gone out, and I've got it now to where there's almost like a spotlight effect to the center of the room. And uh, Augie's out there, and he's he's shimming, and he, he pulls up a crate and starts dancing with that. And then he throws up the water disc and has it pop, and he does all splat of flash. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I don't know if it's possible to have an extra bit to this, but uh, with the water and the uh, lights and maybe some electrical exposed, exposed mm -hmm. uh, shocking these guys out from the water damage and it's whatnot, but with my party aware of what I was doing? Uh, so two things. One, absolutely gave me DM inspiration die for that. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can use for anything you want. Two, right. make a ranged attack roll to make that happen. Ranged attack roll. All right. Are you going to burn the inspiration die immediately? I am. Okay. <laughs> I'm inspired. Uh, so are we. Am I using my... Am I using my Esper? Uh, no, it's your uh, dex dexterity modifier plus your proficiency. Your weapon. Your do you have a, a pistol? Standard weapon. Yeah. Okay. All right. That'll work. All right. You toss this. Water goes spraying across you. Hit some of this light though, and you get a bunch on them as well. Straight uh, roll, correct? Uh, yes. Okay. And that is that 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 uh, seventeen in total. With a seventeen, there is a blast of. Shocking goodness that hits everyone who's wet, which unfortunately includes you. You need to make a, uh, let's do constitution saving throw with advantage. Okay. And I will have them do disadvantage. Uh, 16 on my end. Uh, you take four points of damage. <clears throat> and so does one of the crew members of the ship. The other three take twice as much damage of eight points of damage each. Ow. So you did eight, 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 24 plus four. You did 28 points of shocking damage. And unfortunately, and I'm really sorry to report this, you have permanently damaged the dancing suit and it collapses <laughs> in a heap, never to dance again. Devin throws up his arm. <laughs> what the hell? Amateurs! <laughs> shocking zaps. These guys are like, oh! And then the shocking stops. Uh, the three that took the most of it also drop prone and are uh, moderately stunned for a brief moment. 
The other one's quickly drawing his gun. Wah! In that instant, Epo, yeah, also is standing up with his azimuth pistol. Okay. All right. Um, make your own initiative roll. And Colch, you can do the same thing. And Devin? Uh, Devin, you can make, you can, and I want Colch and uh, Epo to make it with advantage. Devin's straight. Ooh. What's my plus? Um, Seven or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, non, what is it? Uh, initiative? Dexterity modifier. Non-natural 20. Okay. So 20. I guess if it's plus seven, I'm at 18. Okay. 22. Okay. Uh, all three of you get to go before they do anything. <sighs> Guy that's going for his weapon. I'm going to blast him. Okay. A non-natural 20. The heavy rifle Shit. comes swinging out as a bonus action, I'm assuming. You then uh, blast this guy and hit him. 11 points of piercing damage. <laughs> and you blast him right in the left section and expose some ribs with some fire. And he goes spinning back and slams into the wall and he is gone. Uh, who else would like to go? I think you were up next to <clears throat> Yeah, you both take a shot. All right. Go ahead and get uh, advantage. You're so close and they're prone. That's a f- uh, 19 to hit it's... and eight damage. You have advantage. You get to use your death strike bonus damage. Ooh, that's another. No, that's a four. No, one, I think right? it's a D6. Look real quick. Yeah, check it out. It's right there. Yeah, six, you're right. All right. So eight, ten, is that? Yeah, ten damage. Ten points of damage. You decimate that guy with a blow to the forehead, and he is dead. Devin? Do I also have advantage? You I was flanking. Depends, depends on which. Oh, yeah, then you do, yeah. Okay. Great. What are you doing? Uh, Just a simple force bolt. Purple energy forms in his hand and just tosses it down All right. on top of one of the prone guys. He holds up a hand of defense, is trying to draw his pistol. Natural 20. Oh, oh gosh. Is that double? Doubles double. the dice. 12 points of damage then. Ooh. Ouch. Uh, Wait, because I, I rolled six damage, so that just equals twelve. Yeah, and if 12. there's any modifier, then you would add that yeah, once. Okay. 12. 12 is enough, and you blast that guy, and his face is charred. His hand and then face <laughs> is charred into oblivion. It just kind of goes through through his palm. Oh. Sizzles into his face. Uh, and Catherine... <laughs> As you're leaving stealthing away, you just hear chaos and murder and screams and pleas and electricity, and there's lights it's flashing around you on this hallway. And way. then as it goes quiet. Marty, <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop! <laughs> so seems everything's fine and keeps going. Okay. Uh, you uh, are walking down a hall and can hear... Uh, a sound of a scuffle beyond a door to your right, and you are heading uh, what appears to be towards the bridge, still some distance away. Can I see through the door? If you approach the door, it'll wisp open. I will approach the door, and I will put my hands up, showing that I don't have any weapons in them. Okay. You open the doors, You it wisps open. You see a crew quarters, and there is a guy in a jumpsuit sitting on the far wall, on the floor against the far wall, who's being punched by one of these rip claws. This guy turns around with some uh, 
uh, uh, gauntlet type things with metal uh, studs on them. Turns around and says, "Not now. Who are you?" I'm gonna. You're not one of the crew. I'm gonna make sure that my intercom thing, or so my crew, is on and say, "Hey, we're here for the party. Weren't you invited? We were told to come get you." He stomps over. The guy is almost unconscious that he's been beating on. He stomps right over to towards you with a bloody studded knuckle. Way too many bloody things we can find <laughs> on this game. <laughs> uh, make a persuasion roll and good luck. Mm-hmm. It's 11. 11. He, uh, that didn't even land anywhere. He punches you with a 24 to hit. That hits. And do I have it here? I think it's going to be a four plus two, six points of bludgeoning dance. He delivers a brutal blow and sends you flying uh, across the other side of this 10-foot hallway. You hit that wall, you slide down, and he says, I'll be back for you, and returns back into the room because you look unconscious. Oh, yeah? And the door closes. All right, I'm going to intercom and tell guys (laughs) get in here. Get in here. There's somebody who's beating up a prisoner. And a shot is fired. The fourth and last guy who is still alive at the party. Yeah, it's a party. There's one guy still left alive. I thought we took care of of four. No, you did three out of the four. And this is the last guy. And he is the guy who has been most interested in the Navy dancer of your group. And he's realizing this is a betrayal. Lowers his weapon. Why? Takes his money back. <laughs> Not you. And he turns the weapon on himself. He shoots at you, Augie, and misses with a quivering hand. And Augie, you know, something. let's do Coles. Coles, you've been very, 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 very patient. What would you like to? do? Oh, have? I hear uh, Catherine call, and I'm like. You guys take care of this piece of shit. All right. And you, I like bolt for where I think she went. You push Augie closer towards the pistol yeah. as you run by and <laughs> run through the door and chase after Catherine. All right. Augie, yeah. oh, let's do Augie. Uh, he just blasted at you. He's about uh, eight feet away. Uh, Augie is. Uh, Are you still dancing? <laughs> I kind of I kind of make it go into the motion, you know, I'm still dancing a bit. He's, uh, he's bumping to the beat. He yeah. points a pistol at the guy. The rhythm is going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, oh that sucks. I should be saying that. That's my line. Uh, Hold a, on, I can mark this. <laughs> do can, it. No, no, no. You I do it. Don't want it artificial. Because I remember go, no, Tom really said that. Uh, yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because we're dicks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, from 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 my fur, I pull out a pistol and uh, fire away at it. Wait, where did this get pulled out of? You weren't no wearing mine. <laughs> you got cheeks. I have cheeks, my friend. All right. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I give him like a smile. <laughs> pistol comes out, and you're gonna blast him. Yep. What was that? A 16. 16 hits. What's the damage? I wasn't expecting to be firing at people. You fired your pistol before, haven't you? No. No? He's a virgin. It's brand new. 
six points of damage. Six points of damage. He took eight already. You finish him off. Uh, I have him. I have him die. He goes against the wall and just kind of uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> slides down the and wall. I, I wind the music down at that point. <laughs> but I still turn, got a little. Turn down the BPM. <laughs> Devin's following uh, Kolsch. All right. Catherine, a f- strong, furry hand is held out and lifts you up off the ground. Thanks, bud. Mmm. Of course, boss. Kolsch, you can hear some punching noise through a door right behind I'm you. I'm going to say, the asshole's in there. Keep him alive for questioning. No promises. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, that's not uh, my strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Everything's going to be a disadvantage for you. Yeah, he goes ahead and steps forward. Well, uh, hold on. I want to see okay, what Kolsch uh, Okay, so I'm going to... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna open the door, rifle drawn, and I'm gonna go for um, a body shot, not like a center of mass. Yeah. Okay, you step in, the door wisps open. He turns around from the guy's punching. He says, What the? What the hell? Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> you have advantage on this roll. Tw- oh. Um, 22? 22 is a hit. What's the damage? Uh, seven? Seven. You blast him. He falls back and lands on this poor uh, victim he's been beating on. And uh, he is going to get a quick shot off with his pistol that he draws with disadvantage. He misses, almost hits Devin behind you. Devin, you were eager to do something. I was. um, How far away is he? Uh, Seven feet. You want him for questioning, yes? Ideally. Um, Devin just sort of holds like like his hand out, kind of like 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 his uh, pinky, and I guess what, what what's beside your pinky? Ring finger. Ring finger, Ring finger <laughs> down, and his other three fingers up, and cast primal fear. Turns out Devin's got six fingers. <laughs> <laughs> <That's cold>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and cast primal fear. Uh, he will become un, uh, a creature of your choice. You can see within. Uh, he gets a wisdom saving throw. All right, making a wisdom saving throw now. Uh, five. So he falls prone and is unable to move or do anything. And I, and it's concentration up to a minute. Okay. At the end of each of its turns, it can, um, it takes damage. The target can make another wisdom saving throw. At the end of each turn or if it takes damage? At the end of each of his turns and each time it takes damage. Okay. Yeah. All right. He drops to the ground in primal fear. Get him. Uh, what's the fear you instill in this guy? Um... The law-abiding citizens have come for 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 just recompense against him. All right. Um, so basically, what's happening? Um, <laughs> you know, forcing forcing reality of his terrible piratish ways <laughs> has finally come to to an end. Uh, Kolsch. I'll go over. I grab the gun out of his hand. Throw it across. He's the just room, shaking. Grab him. Yank him up. Walk him over to, to Catherine, kick his legs out, and put him down on his knees. Here you go, cat. All right. I'm going to start questioning him. Just be like, how many of you are there? And Devin's not letting up on the fear All right. at this point. Uh, say one, one more time, Catherine. How many of you are there here? Okay. Your response are blasts of laser fire as more of these rip claws attack from down this corridor. And we have a battle to deal with, my friends. 
So what we have is a kind of a long rectangle of a corridor within the middle section has five segmented rooms with doors that slot in between. So essentially you have a corridor on the north side, a parallel corridor on the south side that connect on the ends. And again, in the middle are these five inner chambers with sliding doors. If you approach any of these sliding doors, they open automatically as long as you're right next to them. And once you step away from the door, that'll close. And then there's some side little uh, engineering type passage stuff around the side. You can see three bad guys of uh, uh, these Ripclaw gangers that are shooting at you uh, with their weird crappy rifles, uh, but they're definitely good at this distance. You've got one, I don't quite have him on the screen. Hold on, let me put a token for him. I think I've got a token. So there we go. You've got a guy. Uh, there, might move your map over to show the right side. Um, you've got your guy on right there that you're interrogating, <clears throat> uh, who's on his knees and in a huge state of fear. We have Ipo, who's just joining you. You're all kind of gathered on the far right-hand side, and on the far left-hand side are these three gangers. And it's a new round of combat. These three guys are going to take you down. How, how long does your paralyzation thing last? Concentration up to a minute. Okay. All right, rolling initiative. So snap his neck quick. What happened to keeping him alive? Yeah, uh, there's plenty. We have more. others. Yeah, there's <laughs> okay. more now. And the policies are fluid. Epo, you are up first. <laughs> Woohoo! Dick. Um, Epo wants to run up to the. Oop! Here we go. Epo's gonna run past everyone up to this God. corner right here. <laughs> you got me with the laser. Sorry. <laughs> and. Uh, I want to, can I take a, do I need, where do I need to be to take a shot at one of those two down the You're hall? You're fine right there. Okay. I take a shot at one of those two down okay. the hall. Okay. Um, here we go. <sighs> I miss. Shot and miss down the corridor. Um, and then I use a dash. It's a bonus action to come around this side. Okay. And I'm going to go back behind. Uh, I can oh, go 30 feet. That's nice. You're super fast. All right. You're running down the north side. The other, uh, they get to go next. <laughs> the uh, ganger who's up on the top there marked on our map, he is going to take a blast at you, Epo. How far okay. away are you? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55. Just out of range. Yeah. 55. Uh, no, his rifle is good at the range. Rifle's 56 feet. Uh, <laughs> he takes a shot at you with a 12 to hit. Misses. Uh, it's a thin laser. It goes shooting down. It misses and impacts the wall. Uh, next up is one of the guys on the southern section. <laughs> he is actually going to dip into a side, one of the middle side rooms for cover. And his buddy... One, two, three, four, five, six. Um, runs down the uh, southern engineering area. <laughs> Hiding in a corridor. That's what you see. Got that. Uh, it's not showing. There we go. All right, Devin, you're up. Uh, how badly injured is the guy, the, uh, the, 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 the guy that the, uh, dude with brass knuckles was beating up? 
he's unconscious and looks pretty bad. Um, Devin is going. To... And the door is closed. So where was that? That room's back here. It would be just north of the the dude. Okay. So yeah, o- opposite of Catherine's wall. Can I get to him? You said the door is closed. Yeah. But, okay. Um, Devin is going to hit him with a healing injection for 2d4 healing. Okay. And he will heal him a total of Ooh. five hit points of damage. Another rip claw. You. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm dancing. That's just how he had his fun. own party going on. All right, you heal that guy, and he. Uh, Stay here. What? What? And he's conscious and he's not moving, but he's alive. We are sure. here to help. We are prophets. We are taking uh, control momentarily of this vessel. And Devin, I can even let you step back out and Great. you can go there if you'd like. Perfect. All right. Cole, you're up. Uh, I put my uh, rifle to this right behind this guy's ear and I look at Catherine and I'm like, I know. What are we doing? <laughs> go for it, bud. Okay. Murder, death, kill. <laughs> Do I, it's point blank range. I should get advantage, right? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, you automatically hit. Oh, okay. And then if you, what was your roll? It was a, it'd be a nine. Okay, that would have if you had hit for real, I would have made it a critical. So you hit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, nine points of damage. Not doesn't matter. You <laughs> blast the guy, and is anyone behind? Oh, Epo, the floor between uh, you, uh, not Epo, sorry, Augie, the floor between yeah, uh, all... you and the rest of the group is now all gore covered. Um, so it's just going to be a little gory. Difficult that... terrain. Yeah. Shucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to, uh, and then I'm going to turn tail and I'm going to run over here. Running, fat, running where to the southern section of yep. the thing. I got it. Okay. Uh, next up is Augie himself. What do you want to do? Um, I'm going to advance in probably a move move to get in behind uh, Kolsch. Yeah. Like right running here. hard. Yeah. Taking cover. There you go. <laughs> Catherine, you are last. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, did you put gore on the <laughs> I <did>. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I thought it was O'Leary. Am I, have I always no, been wrong? No, it's just Leary. Leary. Okay, oh, I'm gonna... She's not accepting her Irish heritage. <laughs> I'm gonna run behind she Cole. She is the very, not of the very. <laughs> 25 right there. And can I assume that this guy that's behind this door can hear me? Yes. Um, and I'm going to yell, you pathetic excuse for a man. Come out here and yeah. play. Nice. Use my wicked insult. Oh. I was expecting friendly. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to help. No, she's throwing that playbook out. <laughs> I am, what, what does that entail? Just make a he roll? Needs a charisma save. Charisma save. I assume that charismatic. Uh, well, he got a two total. <laughs> Perfect. Then I give him a D4 damage. Ooh, nice. <laughs> well, that's a four. Nice. I nice. hurt his feelings real bad, and he has disadvantage on the next attack roll. He just wanted to be at the party. 
<laughs> you didn't fight me. He has disadvantage on the next attack the roll. Nitty dance. Four damage. Got it. All right, we're back at the start. Epo, you're up. Um, can I see the guy at the corner up there at the end of the hall? Uh, you can. You know he's there. You have no shot currently. No shot yet. Uh, you take a couple steps forward, and you can. Get, he will have heavy cover. Move me uh, forward into the that engineering door area right there. Now I can see him. All right, uh, you can. He has light cover, and you he also see cover? another guy in that engineering area. Oh. Now there's another gang member. How many did I move there? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Can I move into the engine? I want to move up and you have one take that more. last yeah. little, yeah, up right. into the engineering. You step into this little that. subsection engineering. There's mm. piping, there's some machines and um, steam and stuff. And there's a dude like 10 feet in there. Now I take a shot. Skulking around. At whom? That guy up there. Oh. And that's a 16. Hits. With uh, five damage. Five damage. Um, that is not what I meant to do. Okay, it is. Um, and I want to use my dash to get out of the doorway so that it closes, and I just want to move right up next to him. Nope. Up oh. further into yep. that engineering set. All right, you're right on I that I took a shot place. at him, now I rush him. Yep, the door behind me closes. So, yeah, so he'll be at disadvantage if he fires a ranged weapon. Mm-hmm. All right, one you were originally heading towards goes one, two, three, four, five, six goes racing up to that door that small subsection the door slides open he takes a shot you have heavy cover you have plus five to your armor class uh, and he blasts away with the seven and yes, hits a pipe steam goes flying and there's a little bit of a smoke screen between the two of you if you nice. will um the guy there Catherine the guy you taunted he runs out Falls back and goes back a room, still in the middle section room, taking cover. And he is going to take a shot, though. Lean out and take a shot at Kolsch. No, he's going to take a shot at Catherine. You have light cover of Kolsch in front of you. And he's got disadvantage. And he's a disadvantage. He's still taking a shot at you. <laughs> so you get to add plus two to your armor class. And he got a eight. Does <laughs> not hit. Misses. Uh, she's so mean, and he runs. <laughs> um, this person's good. The guy right next to you, Epo. He draws a sh- knife from his hip okay. and s- slices at you with a fourteen to hit. Yeah, that does. That hits. Yep, he does a. Any of the steam? No, that was between you and the other guy. All right. He hits you for five slashing damage. Wow. Okay. That's good. That's good. Uh, a another door hisses open in the middle section, and there's another ganger. He leans out and blasts at the closest person he can see, which is Kolsch, and he's shooting at you. And he does a 22. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a crush. Kolsch, you've been hit for six points of piercing. Uh, 
And that is it. It is Devin's turn. Devin, you're way back at the yeah, Devin will head um, to the northern section, moving as far ahead as he can in a single move. Six so bases. Kind of west and north. Seth, that's you. Oh, sorry. Where are you going? Uh, west and north. So, um, Over yeah. there somewhere. As far forward as I can. Move, move? Yep. No, 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 no Single no. move? Just single move. Uh, leaving me, what, that's about 60 feet or so, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, yeah. Um, one of them calls out, there's another one coming over there! Uh, Devin, um, kind of gives, gives the guy in the doorway a, a, a steely look, kind of like twiddles his fingers a little bit, and a black orb appears, and he just sort of casts it out slowly. Okay. Uh, and it, and it... I love your casual. We only have six <laughs> yeah. seconds here. And it flitters down the hall for a moment, gaining speed. Oh. And um, he casts Distortion oh. um, at at this guy. So a, a, a tiny little black hole is opened up in the universe. Come on, miss. 13 to hit. 13. I... You miss. Seriously? Yeah. Uh, but it's a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a total miss? Total yeah. miss. Oh, so oh. sad. It hits, it warps a section of the wall, and th- the... It's so upsetting. It's twice that I've cast that. Twice yeah. that it's missed. Yeah. Uh, the wall section there, Epo, with that machine itself, the machine just south of you and that yeah. wall are... Now difficult terrain. Gulped up. Uh, you can actually move through Devin them. Devin says surrender, nope. or I will hit you with that next time. <laughs> there you go. Good save. Good see save. what they did to that wall. That would be you. Kolsch, uh, you can go. And actually, Devin, make an intimidation roll, please. So now my steam cover is gone too. Uh, so intimidation will be eighteen. Eighteen. That guy uh, is not surrendering, but he's at disadvantage. Nice. Okay. Yeah. How about uh, that? While Kolsch is doing that, uh, just investigating the possibility if uh, Augie can trip the door sensors so that they don't open when people are near them. Um, there is a computer panel not far from you. You would have to spend your action to attempt to do that, and that would be a computer roll. Okay. And it would not be easy. That was just a query. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to shoot at the shoot at this, this guy right here. The guy right in that door, okay? He's got a little bit of light cover. Go for it. Guy in the center room. Center room. Uh, 16. That is just barely a hit. He pokes his head through the door and you blast him. What's the damage? Seven piercing. Seven piercing. I keep thinking yours is a laser rifle, though. It is. I will. Should be fun. Uh, Okay. Seven piercing on that guy. Got it. He is wounded and blasted. Still standing. Uh, Augie. Uh, there is some beeping sounds over by where Augie is at, and three is little it? orbs. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> There's a playlist going on back here. <clears throat> three little orbs go racing out quickly. They kind of spill onto the ground and roll, make a little bit of noise. One races to Kulsh, one spins around me violently, and the other one races towards Catherine. Uh, and as they approach, they pop. And heal four points of damage for each of us. All right. Nice. And you still have a move if you want to take it. Uh, I want to move closer to where that panel is said to be. You say four points? Four healing. I don't know where the panel is. Uh, It is. is, uh, Yeah, he just needs to get into that room. One, two, three, four. He can't. Perfect. Catherine, you're up. Don't forget, there's a guy in that southern corridor as well. 
Mm -hmm. um, yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to run as close as I can. I'm going to run behind Kolsch. And I'm going to say... I'm always so inspired by you, bud. Give him a little inspiration. Yes. L1D6 when he wants to use it in the next 10 minutes. And then I'm going to point at these two guys that I can see and say, and get these guys. And, um... Get Gambit, get them at them. Okay. Yeah. So any, any enemy in a 20-foot cube that can hear me has to take a wisdom saving throw. Oh, that's both those guys. Yes. All right. Wisdom saving throw. I have rolled a 12 and a 17. And the 12... Yes, 12 fails. All right, what happens? Uh, you have advantage on him to hit him. Kolsch does? Anybody. Everybody has an advantage on that guy. Which one of them? That's going to be the left guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's for a full minute. Ooh. Well. Is it concentration? Yes. All right. As long as you concentrate, everyone has advantage on it, which is huge for Epo. Oh, which guy? Uh, in the middle, in the middle oh, room? Or the, the left guy right west, there, yeah. West room, okay. Ooh, yeah. Cool. Uh, so she has targeted that guy for sure. Um, done, done, done. Epo, you've got... Uh, two guys, one inside this little engineering subsection with you, one just outside. Um, you're kind of And I can see even though, and, and that space south of me is now open. Difficult terrain, so it'd be one, two to go into that space. Okay. Uh, I want to take care of the guy next to me. Go to blast him? Yeah. All right. And it's adaptable, so I can do close range. Uh, 18. 18's ahead. With four damage. All right. <laughs> ah! He's still alive, but you wounded him. And anything else? And then I'm going to disengage with my bonus action and then move to the far door and out if I can. So where are you disengaging to? It would have to be down south or to the left. Can I disengage diagonally? No. Oh. Okay, south. That's fine. And then... Right here? Actually, no, you can. You can't go around corners. You can do it. We'll say you can do it around people. So I disengage there, and All then right. I'm going to move over as far as I can and even out the door if I have enough movement. Um, that's, okay, three, so four. you can't go around corners diagonally. So you, he is going to block that totally. Oh. So, yeah, that won't work. What do you want to do? Um. Then I used my, I can't, can I do another attack? No. You, so you have a bonus action and a move available to you. Mm. Um, I'll just... Stay in there? Yeah, stay, stay in there. there. All right, the guy just outside that entrance shoots you with a 13 to hit. Uh, uh, is it equal to? Equal to or higher? Yep. Yeah. All right. He has hit you for four points of piercing damage. Okay. Are you at half health yet? Uh, just. Just now? Um, all right. Where is he? There he is. The guy right next to you slashes with that. Wait, wait, the guy that was outside shot at him? Yes. He's at disadvantage. Uh, stand by. That's right. That's right. He has been intimidated. Uh, it was a 16. He still hit you. Oh, Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> Good catch. Good catch. Uh, the guy with the knife right next to you, Epo. Epo's getting rocked over there, everybody. Uh, he slices with the knife with a 10. Misses. Thank goodness. 
The guy not too far away from Kolsch, who was wounded, uh, runs for it. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four. And says, I need help! I need help! And runs all the way down the length of the corridor. And he's done a... Another door wisps open, and there's another ganger who pops out. He takes a shot at Kolsch. I got him! I got him down here on the south! He blasts away with a seven and misses. Augie and Catherine, you can hear a sound as a southern engineering area opens up, and the guy who disappeared into that ductwork, he appears out the other side. And he doesn't see you, Augie, but he does see Catherine and shoots at your ambassador with another seven. This guy's a bad shot. They're, this, their weapons, they never maintain them. Devin, you're up. Okay, uh, Devin will continue to just stalk down the hall towards this guy. Um, yeah, making a single move. Um, and then... He will... This is uh, Epo's group. Yeah. Uh, he's in the northern corridor, and he will, um, you know, maneuver... Is the same thing his again? Hand right now. Okay. Told you to surrender. Right, <laughs> instead of a black ball, it's a purple ball of energy. And he, um, you know, casts it out um, in front of him. And is absolutely going to miss with a 10. The guy laughs at you. <laughs> what are you trying to do? I will hit you next time. <laughs> I swear I will. <laughs> An empty suit comes Just walking <laughs> down the hall. Try me. Kolsch, you are in a southern long corridor. You are in a kill zone with two guys, three guys in uh, cover to your left, and a new guy who popped up behind you on the right, and Catherine. I remember that guy's got um, advantage on Yeah, him. I know, but that guy just shot at you, so he's mm-hmm. he's going to have some trouble. <laughs> What do you want to do? Uh, the guy that just shot at Catherine, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring my rifle around and say, duck cat, and I'm gonna fire at him. It's not my turn to duck! <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Uh, 15. It's him. Holy sh- Oh. What? <laughs> well, it's not gonna hit, is it? No, it, hit. no, it hits him. Oh, it does? Oh, nice. Uh, 15 points of damage. Wow! <laughs> That's what the holy ass was for. Yeah, max damage. All right. Uh, he is alive. Wow. He doesn't want to be, but he is alive. But he is badly hurt for sure. Um, that is brutal blow. Uh, unless you're moving, Augie, you're up. No, I'm not moving. Not moving? Uh, Augie uh, attempts to access the computer panel. Okay, that'll be uh, with the action. intent of tripping the door sensor so they close and stay in whatever position. Okay. Close. Make your computers roll. This is not an easy roll. You start hacking away trying to access the computer section. Uh, 13? You type away and you cannot gain access to them. Cannot gain access. Okay. You have a move and a bonus if you have any anything you want to do there. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I will... Uh, Step out to this guy who's horribly injured. Uh, step one over and one over <laughs> and go. <laughs> 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 
All right, you're uh, moving past uh, the wounded guy. He yep. doesn't do anything. Uh, Catherine, you're up. I'm going to look at the wounded guy and say, wow, you're bleeding. You've never looked better. Should <laughs> <laughs> I use Wicked Insight? Nice. Right. That's a, a good Christmas one. save. He's going he to die from an insult. This will be hilarious. <laughs> He's going to try and resist this. Uh, he got a six. Yep. No, he fails that. All so... right. He's a disadvantage and takes some psychic oh, damage. Oh, it's only one point. One point like of damage. damage. He's still alive. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Why? Still alive. Oh. <laughs> Kick me when I'm down. Why don't me, you, lady? <laughs> and then I am gonna um, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna pat Colch on the arm yeah. and I'm gonna run up through those doors toward Devin. Just behind Devin. Hello, Catherine. <laughs> you run through the middle section. Oh, I know. I have threatened to kill this guy many times. <laughs> <laughs> you run up to the northern uh, parallel hallway. Uh, Kolsch, you're moderately alone on the southern one. Uh. You hear a sound, you look down at the far end. The guy you tagged pretty bad who ran away said, I need help, I need help. You see some strange healing mist briefly go around him oh. as he's at the far end. Okay. By the way. Um, Epo, you're up. You still got these two guys around you. You got some friends coming to help you, though. Yeah, I'm going to do... I'm going to keep attacking the guy right next to me. Just blasting. Yeah. Furiously. Why won't you die? <laughs> I'm saying the same thing, man. <laughs> And that's a 16. 16 hits. With seven damage. Seven damage. He is staggered. He is bleeding. He Jesus. is not dead. Gosh. How does we, we definitely killed the B team real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These guys. I did not expect to have so many hit points. Outside of your subsection, just 10 feet away, Epo, is another guy who doesn't care about you at all. Instead, he cocks his little pistol and says, this is how you do it, and points it at uh, Devin. This is how you do it, and shoots you, Devin, with a critical hit. Wow. (laughs) So sorry. That is how you do it. (laughs) Wow. He hits you for, I got rolled double dice, right? Double dice. That is, uh, oh, terrible roll. Five piercing only. I rolled a one and a two on an eight-sided die. Um. Okay. Big hit. Hold on. Mm, oh, never mind. I can't do that. Deal with that, man. <laughs> did I did did was that supposed to be a hit? And uh, ba 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 Then you also hear uh, she moved north. She moved north. One of the gangers in the middle section moves north. They really don't like when I mean to them. (laughs) (laughs) Their their comms are open. They hear the insults and they're like, really? They said that to Matt? Wow. (laughs) Matt, Matt, the Rimclaw ganger. (laughs) Matthew, are you all right? (laughs) I'm Dr. Doom. Don't call me Matt. (laughs) Uh, The ganger runs up to the northern section sees uh, uh, Devin duck after getting hit and takes a shot at Catherine. Catherine, you will have light cover from Devin being right in front of you. And the guy says, take this bitch and fires. Wow. I didn't know we were going that route. very rude. With a 14. That does not hit with light cover. Oh! 
<laughs> and he does not hit you, Devin. You're safe. You're safe. Uh, but he's distracted uh, by Devin moving around, and he misses. I do not want to be light cover. Creative. I don't want to be cover at all. Epo, you are blasting, and this guy's holding on to your blaster hand. You're still shooting him. You're holding on to his dagger hand with your other hand, and he's trying to press it into your body. How many hit points do you have left? Uh, eight. This could be bad. The music is 11. One, two, three, four, five, six. This guy runs down into the, the wounded guy who got uh, green mist, runs down into the subsection area on the bottom and disappears. I'm going, I'm going, I'm making a move, he says. Uh, one of the other gangers at the far end takes a shot at you. Kolsch, you are standing wide out in the open, so deal with a... Damn it! And his gun explodes and he takes two points of damage. Why didn't that happen to me? Like, you know. No, they get a critical hit against me. Who's supposed to fix these? That was this dude in the room? Uh, n- no, right no, no. there, yeah. Oh, him, okay. Then there's the guy who ran next to Epo. That guy looks at you, Epo. Wait, which guy? Uh, right next to Epo, the one that got mega hit by Kolsch. I'm sorry, I keep saying Epo. August, August. Yeah, that's oh, okay. sorry, I want to trade names? Yeah, I got the name trading going on. Uh, Augie, the wounded, really bad, the guy next to you, Yes. kind of gives you a look of, like, are we okay? You're running, I'm running. And what kind of look do you give in response? I give him, I give him, he can can pass. All right, he is going to run uh, without triggering any opportunity attack by you and run to uh, join his friends only to find there are other people there. Uh, and he does not get a shot or anything, and he was trying to escape. Oh, there's more! Uh, Devin, you're up. But he's pretty nastily wounded. Oh, yeah, there's a huge trail of blood behind him. <laughs> Devin, who has done so much in this combat. What color ball are you going right? to use now? What kind of color ball are you going to land at their feet now? I don't need magic, magic this, motherfucker! <laughs> Just resorts to punching. Uh, <laughs> it would do more damage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm um, sorry. Let me try something different. And uh, he will uh, flick his hand and like the his the a electrical 120-foot whip comes out. Okay. And he slashes it out towards um, the guy who he's missed twice so far. What do you got? It's going to be a miss at a 13. He dodges it. So 13? That is a miss. Yeah, I know. Uh, you have any <laughs> move for bonus action? I'm just, I'm just going to like. You're just going to sit down? Yeah. He just, <laughs> I'm done. He I'm, just puts his hood a good old deep higher over his head and sits down his back against the hallway. You can see better. Cole, you're up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to move right here and this guy who uh, have advantage on still, All right? right? From Catherine. Yep. Catherine. Yep, still up. Catherine, have you been hit? Um, Not since no. then. You're no. good. All right. He has a light cover. No, he has no cover from that angle. It's very, very good. 26. 26 is a hit. For Chris, seven, Chris is rolling his eyes at your 26. Seven, seven points of damage. Seven points to that guy uh, is... He was only lightly wounded. 
He is hit and um, still standing, but that's a good solid Action hit. surge. Oh! Second action. Still, at disadvantage, still with advantage. Oh, right? yes. Mm -hmm. Oh. Uh, 17 is a hit for 12 points of damage. Oh, you destroy him. Thought time we kill somebody. Yeah. Uh, he oh. is killed. Wow, that's you're just uh, playing with your food. You just, yeah, just <laughs> I get him worked out and well. Uh, Catherine, you're up. Is the guy behind the door on the left injured at all? Yeah, um, that Bad guy injured. right there, Claw Ganger 2, is um, slightly injured. Okay. And then the guy that's been shooting at Devin? <laughs> Uninjured. Uh, uh, he is not injured. He anyway. has been not touched. I'm so sorry to say. <laughs> I'm going to look at him and say, cower, you disgusting piece of shit. And cower Augie begins at to him. cower. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Make a wisdom save. You're in a totally him. different hallway. <laughs> <laughs> you just, your ears go I back am. and you just start to hunch over. Wisdom saving throw yeah. is a 15. All right, well, he gets that, but he still gets half of my, let's see. Screw you, lady. 13 Ow. points, so half would be six. Seven. Seven? Seven. No, it's round down, round down. Round oh. Six. Yeah, he still gets uh, six points of damage. What type of damage is that? Psychic. Psychic damage. What type of uh, ability was this? Um, It's a gambit. What's it called? Cower. Oh, it is called Cower. Okay, sorry. I just used it. <laughs> Got it. Uh, yeah, he uh, recoils from that. And last, but certainly not least, and was always there, is a new enemy. Top left-hand corner running out is a Rip Claw Juicer, and he, <laughs> like Augie, has a- organic produce. <laughs> <laughs> he has a big fat syringe in his hand, oh, and no. is yelling, hold on, hold on, man, hold on! And runs uh, down the corridor and into a side room. And he's done. Epo, you're up. You are just literally, again, holding pistols being held. This guy has your arm. All right. You're grappling weapons. Yep. We're wrestling. I say, let's make a deal. You die, and I live. <laughs> <laughs> and for 20, not natural 20, I do seven points of piercing. Seven points, I'm afraid to tell you, kills him. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't reply. <laughs> we didn't shake, we on didn't it. shake on it. You blast him away, his limp hand lets go, and you are free of his clutches. What? Are, how many hit points do you have left? For reference, uh, eight. Eight, okay. And you have a move and a bonus left. Uh, my bonus action is to reload. Okay. And I move right up next to uh, the guy, a couple spaces away from me. Oh, that now, Catherine. Back into that. The doorway. untouchable guy that Catherine. I have only covered. been trying to distract you. <laughs> my master plan has come to fruition. Is he at disadvantage? He is now going to turn and shoot you. What the? And he blasts disadvantage. At you because you're right on top of him with uh, with his weapon. Yes, uh, eleven to hit. Misses. And he is done. The guy who's in one of the middle chambers, he is going to lean out and blast at Devin. Okay. There is shot comes out uh, with a thirteen. Thirteen would hit. However, I will activate my force shield and get a one d six on my AC Ooh. as a defense, increasing my AC Ooh. by six. Huge! Nice. Nice. 
You is, needed that a little bit ago. It's kind of a part energy, part projectile shot, bounces and ricochets and hits the side of the starship wall. Is that a one time? No, three times per long rest. Nice. Well, you just do that? Uh, y- yeah. <laughs> I just hold up my hand and a little, and shield, thanks, little personal thanks, shield device just forms. And well, that little son of a bitch was quick. Yeah, Augie coming out from the southern <laughs> hidden section, that guy who uh been running around, he comes out and he comes charging out with a knife. Ah! This is for... Matt! <laughs> I scream too! Uh, he goes running up. He does not have enough uh, energy yet to make the attack. He did a huge, huge move. Okay. Um, Matt, who is actually still alive, is going to take a shot at Catherine. Oh, I thought he was running. Nope. Takes a shot at Catherine with a big nine to hit. I just, I just looked disparagingly at him. He just kind of, I know. Uh, And he falls back just a little bit behind cover, hoping no one can shoot him. He doesn't know quite where to go. He was thinking about going down the corridor back to the right, but he sees his like decapitated friend that you guys murdered on his knees, decides better. Devin, you're up. Yay. Um, So I still have my whip out. (laughs) Yes. It lasts concentration for a minute. Uh, And I will uh, be like, I will attack you for real now. (laughs) Uh, with a 19, I'm sorry, 21 to hit. That's a miss. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 10 points of damage. Uh, 10 points is a hit. And now the whip has wrapped a- itself around him. Uh, he is Ooh. badly hurt, and he gets whipped around, and he says, Only because I was distracted by your friend. <laughs> you suck otherwise. <laughs> Uh, Kolsch. So he's like bound up by this whip? No, it's basically now he has to, I will automatically do 1d10 damage to him every turn unless he try, unless he d- spends his turn to uh, undo it. Think like oh. the giant mech thing that gets Voltron with the whip and yeah. can just continue to shock it. <laughs> That's what's coming to my mind. Uh, A Voltron I, reference. I'm going to look at this guy attacking Augie and, or about to attack Augie and say, you stupid piece of shit! You brought a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> uh, with yes. a uh, twenty-three. Twenty-three is a hit. Eleven points of damage. Eleven is huge. However, he was healed quite a bit earlier, so he is alive. This this guy down? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, Augie, you got this guy right on top of you with a knife, charging, ah! and just got hit, and goes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I quit. I, I knew he was running out, so I had a little trap laid out for him. It's a little electrical charge, and it pops when he steps right next to me. Uh, this is an electric surge, and I'll just... Uh, How does it work? Is it an attack, or he make a roll? Uh, it's an attack. Uh, bah, 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 bah. It's a ranged attack. Okay. Am I at a disadvantage? You're at a disadvantage. Uh, that would be... It uh, doesn't work role-playing-wise. Um... You can move away and... Take an attack of opportunity. Get, take an attack of opportunity. I need to move anyway. Plot. Can I do my action mid-move? No. I will advance down the corridor. To full, the west? Full move to the west. All right. He is going to stab you. You only have your right only 25? Yeah. Okay. He stabs you with a 10. Is it a 30? Opportunity attack misses and swipes air. All right. You run away and then turn around and trigger that trap thing. Trigger the trap thing. 
Uh, that's a 13. 13 is a miss. <clears throat> it just does this little farty smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. Is that it? Uh, that is it. Catherine, you're up. All right, I'm going to just walk slowly toward this bleeding guy this at the game? corner. Just like two, like 10 feet and say, uh, only children play hide and seek and wicked insult in one more time. <laughs> Comma, <Nice>. Matthew. <laughs> uh, Only my mom calls me Matthew. <laughs> this is charisma? Yeah. Oh, critical weakness. Come on. Oh, he rolled a zero. Wow. He has negative. He has negative. That's three points. Let me check. Let me check. Damage. What's his number? Nine. He has three points remaining. Matthew. <laughs> Matthew the ganger has been slain. Slain by psychic damage. You insulted him to death. He just got exhausted, just couldn't like take it. He bled out. He just kept uh, being mean. He just did not have the willpower I to keep going. Holy man. He ended up turning the rifle on himself. Oh, yeah, that's. <laughs> You're that's right. Brutal. You're right. I don't belong here. <laughs> I should have uh, been a striking. And then I'm gonna walk. Can I do, can I complete my movement or no? Okay, that's gonna be it. Epo, okay. uh, you see uh, about 15 feet away. There's a guy in one of the middle uh, little small quarter room type workshop things uh -huh. there. Uh, that guy, the ganger number two. There's some green uh, mist that spouts out from an injection jabbed into his back. Okay. And the juicer has stabbed him with the healing juice. The juicer then takes one step down and opens up that yeah. side door and then shoots at Kolsch. And Kolsch, you are attacked with a 15 to hit. Nope. Really? Yeah. Oh, bounces off your armor. Epo, you're up. You are right next to the undefeatable guy who has been <laughs> dodging every single attack thrown by Devin, except now he's been um, monofilament whipped. Would that mean I have an advantage against no. him? No. Oh. He's fully maneuverable. All right. I hit him for 16. I mean, I hit him with a 16. 16 is a hit. For seven damage. Seven points of damage. I am sorry to say, Devin, you do not get to finish him. <laughs> that guy. I all of you right <laughs> That guy is shot as he's pulling on the whip. God, he's trying to get it off. He doesn't see the pistol brought right Aha, up to his back. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> he's shot, and the last thing he sees is your smirk, and he is killed. Uh, Epo, you still have a move and a bonus action. I do still have a move and a bonus action. I will. Uh, I'm going to run up behind uh, the guy at the opposite hall. Yeah, guy yep. just got healed. Yep. They're, they're surrounding us. Where's Matt? Matt, come on, let's go. <laughs> I just smile at him and say hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is his turn. He tosses his pistol aside uh, like uh, that uh, Indian dude from Predator on the bridge and then draws his <laughs> knife. That better be a bonus action. <laughs> And he says, come on, come on, and slashes at you violently with a 14. Ooh, that does hit. And Neat. gets you for, ooh, not good damage, four slashing damage. Okay, okay, okay. All right, I have four points left. 
The sneaky guy who was stabbing at, uh, was trying to snab, stab at uh, Augie, kicks aside your broken trap, which makes a little farty noise, and goes <laughs> one, two, three, four, runs right up to you, Augie, and says, die, Nevi, die, and slashes at you with an eight. An eight? Yes, he stumbled on your trap and couldn't get the attack <laughs> all the way through, Devin. Uh, I will move in behind Epo. Can I move, like, will he be providing cover to <laughs> the other guy? Uh, yeah, uh, Is yes, there like any cover. way I can prevent that from a position? Like, Yeah, you can. You can be uh, a diagonal to the door. And okay, go then I'll it. be one step back and back, yeah, up there. Right no, here? no, you got to be right there. I got to be right there? Yeah. But then am I at melee with that guy? Yes. Okay, I think being light cover is probably the better option okay. since I won't be disadvantaged. All right, you're behind Epo shooting into that little workshop. Uh, yep, I still have my my whip out. Okay. Um, because it's it's concentration up to a minute, so. But isn't it on that guy? Nope. It, it's a uh, string of lexers lashes out in your hand towards a creature within range. Make a range channeling attack uh, on each of your turns. The effect ends when you use your action to do anything else. Yeah, you have to make a ranged attack against a guy, and now that, that effect is gone. And it maintains while that guy does something. You did something else. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in that case, uh, uh, a purple ball of energy forms in uh, Devin's hand. And <laughs> I look over my shoulder. What are you doing? <laughs> <Okay>. Don't move. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> he whispers in your ear. <laughs> and he kind of lobs it over. Over. Guy has cover. God, I am natural. Whoa, he got the natural. Try roll oh double gosh, damage dice. Finally. So double I damage. roll a second die? Yes. Okay, because I rolled a one <laughs> and a six. So seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. He just got With my healed. first bolt. Um, but you do wound him. Gah! He takes the hit. Colch, you're up. You've, I have got, a qu- you've got the juicer about 10 feet away from you. I have a door. question. Uh, flashbang, is that a bonus action or is that a full That would action? be an action. Okay. Uh, then I'm just going to look at the, the juicer and uh, open it up. He gets a syringe ready to inject into his neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on, man. Do it. Uh, nine. Uh, whoa, hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on. use it. Oh, shit. <laughs> a 10. 10 is Use a your mess. DM inspiration die, too. Just no, keep that's going. going. DM. <laughs> DM is not after the fact. Uh, Augie, you've got this guy who's stabbing you from behind, trying to. Uh, he gets a quick little Augie. <laughs> and his fur is all bristly, but in the panic that's ensuing, he takes a quick step back and dashes away. So a nimble escape. Mm. What's nimble escape? Uh, yeah. That allows me to uh, use my bonus action to stop. Oh, you should have done that last time. I didn't have any good place to go. It's ah. only good for the one space. All right, so uh, you nimble escape away. Nimble, and then I step into the door entrance and then up, coming even Three. to... You went all the way uh, there. That's four. That's five. Five is good. Okay. You're in the northern hall. And you've got uh, Devin, Epo, and Catherine around you. And I've got a very fat syringe, which I lob. Thank you. Epomony. Uh, okay. What are you What are you using? Uh, this is. Isn't it rain, uh, touch? 
Is it touch? Yeah. Uh, then I need to check my my Wait. rate, my movement. I should have one it more move. Fun. I do. All right. Base 30. You step. I'm not a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> you step right up to Epo. Yep. You jab and him. a large syringe comes out. Hello, Augie. <laughs> Don't move. Don't move. <laughs> <laughs> and you heal for eight points of damage. I like it. That's huge. You feel reinvigorated. Catherine. Well, I was going to heal him, so. <laughs> you suck. Well, he gets, he's still no, damaged. Still use some I, still, I still have five. Well, yeah. Uh, no, too bad. Um, <laughs> I am going to pull <gasps> out my gun for, like, the first time ever. What? Yeah. Catherine has a gun? Right? Totally. Um, Surprisingly, Devin does, too. <laughs> and We've I all got guns. I'm going to run through the doors toward that guy that attacked Augie, not go right up to him, but like right there and just look through the door and shoot at him. Go for it. Okay. How does this work? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, First shot. Plus four. Plus four. Okay. So 14. It's really their AC 14. So I missed by one. It is 14. You missed my one, I think twice, didn't you? Yes. Ooh, eight points of damage. Wow. Nice he nice was damage. totally expecting a Navy engineer to come right because you ran in there and the door opens and out comes Catherine blasting. How does this work? How does this work? <laughs> Is the safety on? Um, he's number six. How much damage? Eight. Uh, apparently you have a knack for this because you dropped the guy instantly. <laughs> and it's not cinematic. It's just one of those saving Private Ryan moments where just legs just drop out from underneath him. He just collapses. And I'm just like... <laughs> I should use this more. I'm so <laughs> proud. <laughs> Tears welling up yeah. in Kulsh's eyes. That's why um, we missed Yeah. <laughs> the juicer is going to go. And how bad is his friend? His friend is hurting. He uh, reaches into with his offhand, his pocket, and pulls out a, a sketchy looking black dart and throws it at his friend who's kind of trapped in the room with him to give him some minor healing. But his primary action is to blast at you with his pistol, Kolsch. God bless America, and he is just scared. This isn't working out! And gets a six to hit. And That's Epo, right! Epo, you're up. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, dude, I wish I could do a double attack. Uh, I'm just gonna <laughs> go at him. Ooh! Does Augie yes. stand? Okay. Yes. So you get a death strike. A death strike bonus. I'm going to attack him and say, hey, this is my friend Augie. <laughs> and I totally miss. <laughs> You're too busy pointing out your yeah. friend. <laughs> this is my friend and this is my friend. <laughs> Introduce yourself. I don't know your name yet. Introduce yourself, please. Uh, this guy says, well, uh, well, he can die too. And he slices at Augie instead. Oh, dude. Hmm. With a six. Oh my god. Wait, was it the one with the robe or the hold on? No, no, no. No, that's Devin. Alright, let me introduce you to the juicer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a big misunderstanding. Uh Devin. We're here to party. Let <laughs> me show you our drugs. Um the, the purple ball of energy forms in his hand and he again just kind of This like, poor dude like, is just basketball like basketball lobs it over. All right. He's got light uh, cover. Damage heal. Damage heal. <laughs> His body can't take long-term <laughs> effects. 16 to hit. That's a, that just hits. Yeah. 
uh, five points of damage. Five points. Ah! Juice, we gotta do something! Uh, Kolsch. Got track marks from the amount of heals uh, he's had. I'm pissed that I missed last time, so I'm... Uh, I'm doing it again. He says, hold on, hold on, hold on! Your name's Juice? Oh, you don't care and you shoot. <laughs> uh, 18. Hits. 12 points of damage. 12. He staggers. He's alive, but hurt. Oh! Cool. Dude! Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Augie. <laughs> You're right next to Epo, and this guy just took a swipe at you and missed with his knife. Uh, just took a swipe at me. I, uh, returned the favor. How so? <laughs> what weapon are you using? Yeah. Ipa uh, wants to know. <laughs> there is a flash of energy around his wrist as you hear the grinding sound of what sounds like a dot matrix printer as a <laughs> as as a, uh, a as a 3D printed item starts to appear and it is this heavy ass wrench that starts to appear. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> this is I believe Augie's biggest attack, but I think this is an all or nothing. It's type an all deal. or nothing, and I'm I'm not great at it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have it just for traumatic. This is either going to be epic or terrible. <laughs> he swings hard. Uh, yeah. A natural yeah. Oh my god! Are you kidding I'm me? I'm not kidding you. This is going to be the biggest attack. Oh. What's the damage? Oh my god, 3d10? No! <laughs> Plus 3d10. Plus 3d10. Yes. So 6d10. Um, or just roll it. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I don't like where's in my 10. Just roll three tens twice. Okay. Uh, what is that? Oh, that was a, was that a five? Five. Five. And a five. Ten. And a five. Fifteen. Three more. Jeez. Three. Eighteen. Eight. Ten. Twenty-eight. <laughs> Three. Wow. Thirty-one. Thirty-one points <laughs> of damage from an industrial print 3D printed. Wow. Uh, so would you like to describe how this happens? Uh, uh, how many hears this grinding noise, stares at me, steps away, and it's just this nightmarish splatter that shouldn't be possible at all it's this most of this wrench just comes through this uh sad and he has his final words as he sees it coming he's just oh shit <laughs> <laughs> wow that is i believe by far the most damage we've seen in a single yeah attack. nice augie the healer uh catherine <laughs> Ipo just I'm says gross remaining guy this is the juice sir and i'm gonna look at him and i'm gonna say all your friends are dead you're not very good at this <laughs> wow. wow that hurts me tom oh <laughs> we can insult him he's got a charisma thing oh i don't like that <laughs> even uh, if he makes it he should take a bunch of damage yeah i'm uh, taking the first roll that's a 10. yeah he fails Mm, no, that's one point. One point. The emotional. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disadvantage. Oh, that's a lasting wound for him. <laughs> are, are we saving one? Um, yeah. He, As he I'm cleaning, rip on the next attack roll. <laughs> All right, that next attack roll is gonna be against you. Sure. Yeah. I was not very nice. He <laughs> jabs himself with a small little blackish dart and heals himself just a little bit. 
Actually, more than what you just dealt to him. Well. <laughs> uh, however, he's attacking you with disadvantage for multiple reasons and rolled a 23 or a 6. <laughs> I'll take the 6, please. Uh, he is staggering back. Why Why would you say that? Uh, misses his shot and Epo. Since there's difficult terrain in front of you. <laughs> yeah. I don't need it. Uh, since Catherine is right there next to him, I have Death Strike. Death Strike damage bonus. I shout out at him. You're surrounded. <laughs> Give up. Or I will end you now. You may make an intimidation roll straight. Natural 20. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> He's on his knees, drops his weapons, his crazy little darts. You got it, buddy. I put my azimuth laser pistol down. And uh, I walk over and... We're in engineering. The bridge is sealed off. Put manacles um, on him. Yeah, whatever you want, man. And he slowly picks up the wrench that's left. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, 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 I put the wrench in between his ankles and, and like, zip tie it so that he's... His it's it's 3D printed. It doesn't last long. It's, uh, it's crap after one round. <laughs> <laughs> but it did, 3, it did 31 damage, so... And let's stop here for tonight. Well, that was one incredibly uncomfortable school assembly at the Institute for the Gifted. I can only imagine the delightful feedback from parents that the school and Captain Valencia will receive. And then Kellen's party barge docked with a freighter being held hostage by the Ripclaws, who knew the amazing moves Augie could bust out when that club music starts playing. Thank you to Jillian, Chris, Tim, Christopher, and Seth, as well as our sponsor, the Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. And as always, thank you, our listeners, for joining us. If you'd like to support the podcast and get access to bonus content, check out our Patreon account at patreon.com slash ingloriousbards. What more chaos will the heroes find on board this freighter occupied by the Ripclaws? And what awaits them on their mission in the town of Salor, not far away? Until next time.